0: Thank <laughs> you. What's happening, folks? Combine has started. Arthur and Terry spoke. Some not great news about Jalen Carter today. Some franchise tags handed out. Somebody was released this week. We've got a guest on the show. Let's get at it. Welcome in to episode 91 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fancast. My name is John, your host, as always, joined by my boy Mike, who's fighting those allergies, but damn it, he's here because damn it, I wouldn't
1: miss it. I love you guys. Johnny Yates, I'm still very impressed that you made that football spin in intro. (laughs) Every show. I'm like, how did he do that? Y'all got it. it. y'all just saw the football spins and goes into the next scenes. It's immaculate, buddy. I love it
0: uh that's great man so how you been buddy other than other than allergies kicking your ass how you been
1: i'm doing good man i'm i'm excited uh for our guests to have on the show we got a lot to talk about really feel like it's gonna be a dope show man i'm excited i agree buddy
0: so we are coming to you from the variety sports network as always make sure you check out variety sports check out all the shows they got basketball football baseball hockey wrestling even you name it go check them out subscribe you'll like some of the shows you see i guarantee it um yeah, man. So, and shout out real quick to Josh Lewis and Josh Edwards on the Variety, Sport Net, Variety Sports Network. They had me on the seventh inning stretch on, was it Monday night? It was mm-hmm. late. We talked some NL East. We talked some Braves. Um, of course, I talked some Braves. Um, we had a great time. So, if y'all like baseball, man, check out the seventh inning stretch on Variety Sports. It's a great show. Uh, once a week, uh, they hit pretty much everything to deal with uh, MLB, and they're hitting different divisions going through that before the season. So, Good show, man. I've been on there a couple of times. I highly recommend it. Um, and yeah, man. So we do have a guest. So let's just go ahead and bring him on, man. Let's get started. Gotta welcome in Mr. C. John. Sup
2: Mike. Hey,
1: my man Steve. <laughs> Making his hey. podcast
2: debut. We got him I right. am. And you know what? There's no better place to do it than right here. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm oh. I'm excited for it. I genuinely appreciate being invited up here. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. yeah dude we we
0: connected on well i mean we've connected on falcons twitter of course yeah last however many months and uh you know he dude if y'all if y'all don't follow steven make sure you are on twitter because the man man breaks down film He knows what he's talking about he's a uh, very very logical Falcons fan, I think, and, yeah, uh, sometimes. You, know, well, you know, it's, look, we, it's every, everybody has their thing, you know, we get out, we, we get out of our Falcon mind every now and then, it's just every, a, every time, so you know, but, uh, yeah, man, but well, we're happy to have you on, dude. Um, I know you've went through a lot of quarterback film and we'll talk about that and just get into everything yeah. that we know, the Falcons that, uh, there's plenty to talk about this week, man, especially with the yeah. combine and just some of the news and you know some of the things people are worried about so it's just this non-stop man and well, also, i'm gonna just
1: jump right in and say was maybe the first one if not the second or third one to have a tyler ideal jersey like please, i, I did it that, that quick <laughs> you never seen nobody rocking that yet and he was maybe the first one on twitter with it i love you buddy
0: and outside of the fantastic fucking mustache he's uh rocking off so Falcon, i'm always rocking out of your Falcon mind shirt right <laughs> now okay. so
2: i say. do model it up for you there we go (laughs)
1: this
2: (laughs) is my gym shirt i wear it every time
1: yeah Yeah, and
0: you i'll put the link guys to the store like i do every time in Mm -hmm. the description if you want to grab a shirt or a hoodie we got both those there uh you know we're looking to find to get a place to to make some hats um Mm -hmm. i haven't found one that i like but yeah i've i found a design i like i just got to find the uh the actual pricing that i like which is difficult with hats they're very they're, all these makers are very very proud of their hats i will say that
1: yes um, they really are the cheapest one <laughs> dude
0: it's insane man mm-hmm. um let's hit the chat real quick before we get into it man uh john brooks said they were non-committal about Ritter i cannot wait to talk about that and we will yeah. get to it we will get it. Uh, alberto what's up Alberto? What's oh! <laughs> so have a great suit i'll be tuned in we appreciate you buddy always appreciate man miss pamela i'm hey, um, good to see you Ant, what's up, buddy? Hey, what up, man? We've been great, man. We're better now. Let's see, Jordan. What's, what's going on, you? guys? Hope oh, you I'm all we
1: know we're doing great. we out of our Falcon mind, Jordan. Come on, yes, great,
0: appreciate y'all joining us, man. Um, all right, man. So, we, Mike, we got an email, man. I got to read out because okay. I, I promised that you know, if anybody emails us, I'm gonna read it out. Okay, so we got one uh from Javon and uh. He said, man, I had to send in an email because I could hardly ever make the live shows due to my work schedule. I'm so glad I found y'all. I actually saw John on Pound for Pound uh, and decided to tune in. I was not prepared. Yeah. Yeah. How about it? Yeah, shout out to JR. Look at that. Said, buddy. <laughs> it, Yo, JR, that's the man. Um, he said, I wasn't prepared for what you guys... Hang on a second. Yeah, he said, I wasn't prepared for what you guys bring, and I mean that in a good way. That scared me a little bit when he said that. I, that was, um,
1: I was about to hit the mute button,
0: but go ahead. He said... Uh, he said, I had an idea of what the show might be like when I saw John on Pound for Pound, but I was totally wrong. Uh, the way y'all interact with one <laughs> another makes for such a great show. <laughs> I wonder why. I love know? It, <laughs> man. It's love fantastic. This it, it, it reminds me of us walking around like any place. Yes. And, yep. you know what <laughs> I mean? Pretty much. Um, anyway, he said, The way y'all interact with one another makes such, for such a great show. The knowledge is great and entertaining as hell. Mike, the 10 stages a video you did <laughs> might be the best falcons video I've ever seen ah, like no. four laughing faces good. um y'all have probably said it before but how long have y'all know how long have y'all known each other last thing do you see us possibly taking a QB in the draft or bringing in a vet to compete I really don't think they're going to break the bank for Lamar and by the way I'm totally team Ritter really appreciate the great content oh, and keep what y'all do
1: Javon. <laughs> hmm I love it. Javon, man, I, we got to catch you on the live stream. I wish you would have said his work schedule. We just did one Saturday, but you might've missed it. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, I mean, loving the email,
0: man. Yeah, dude. So, uh, first question, how long have we known each other? Uh, 13 years, I guess. 13 now, years, right? Yeah. 13 oh, nine. Years. Oh, nine. Yeah. It's almost oh, 14 nine, years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, no, what you see is, I mean, this is us, man. I mean, like it's, we just, I mean, this is how we are. So we've always, we connected from day one, man. And, uh, it's just, My kid calls him Uncle Mike, and uh, it's it's, it's
1: basically what it is. Um, Like, man, we fucked around like this at work and had a blast, and we fucked around like this on the text or on call every time the Falcons played and had a blast. So we just had a crazy idea. Let's do it. If nobody watches, it'll still be funny that we tanked it. And (laughs) if they watch it, it'll be funny because they're watching it. So it's kind of dope.
0: Yeah, we figured after six months, if you know things were not going great, or if mm-hmm. it was going the opposite direction, we were just okay. We'll call it a day and go back to texting each other on Sundays. But luckily, this went up, and uh, mm-hmm. we'd actually hit 300 subscribers today. So thank everybody. Yeah, nice. Nice. love it. So I know it's a drop in the bucket to a lot of the, the mm-hmm. creators out there, but hey, man, we're just getting started. Got to start somewhere. So you know, mm-hmm. we were we were super happy to have 300. So keep pushing that. Keep telling mm-hmm. a friend, and you know, hitting the like button for us, hitting the subscribe. I always forget to say it. So if mm-hmm. I do, I just kind of scale on by it. But yeah, make sure you hit the like button for us. Um, and on the Ritter question, or on the the QB question, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll actually just address that as we get into the show, man. So, uh, but appreciate John. Really appreciate the email, man. That's awesome.
1: Man, that's the biggest compliment, buddy. So I I appreciate that. Thank you so much, man.
0: Yeah, dude. And uh, I didn't mention as well that if you guys are still checking us out on iTunes and Spotify, like I know you are, hit the five star review for us. Mm-hmm. Drop us a few nice words on iTunes. We'll be happy to shout you out on the show as always. So a little bit of just NFL and combine news to start the show off. So y'all heard, I'm sure today that Jalen Carter news broke kind of early and, uh, you know, it all basically allegedly, you know, <laughs> arre- a warrant went out for his arrest for reckless driving and, um, was it speeding, right? Reckless driving. And, uh, I think it was, yeah, something like that. And, um, from the same night that Devin Wilcock was killed with you know uh, the the uh, player's assistant or whatever so it th- i've seen a lot of different takes on it about like his career's over that's definitely not it um uh-huh. both of these things are both misdemeanors um you know what i did read allegedly that his stories changed about two or three times like at mm-hmm. first he's this the night it happened he said he was a mile away and then he said he was then like the second time he, he said he was behind him the third time he said he was like next to him when, 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 when the car wrecked. So, um, that sucks. But, um, you know, I, I chalk it up to like, he's a college kid. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's an adult, but he's still in college. And I don't know about y'all, but when I was 22 years old, I still did some dumbass shit a lot. Uh, I do
1: dumb shit now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
0: so I'm mean. not, I mean, i dude, I know regardless, uh, I don't know if y'all saw Nolan Smith's uh, press conference, or not conference, but, you know, his interview today at the Combine. He got in there, defended him, said he's misunderstood. He's one of the best teammates he's ever had. And, uh, you know, I mean, regardless if he was behind the car, next to the car, racing, whatever he was doing, you know, and it's not his fault that that what happened happened, but he's going to feel terrible, and he's going to carry that with him the rest of his life. I Uh mean, like, regardless. So, um, you know, does it drop his stock? Maybe we've seen it happen before, you know, this stuff come mm-hmm. out. It's the only thing that kind of puzzles me is the timing of it. Like I just, it's the day that he's supposed to speak at the combine. Like mm-hmm. this now you put out their warrant. Like it just, I mean, I, I know it can happen and, but I mean, that's yeah. just a strange coincidence, man, that it happens this day. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think, man, he'll, I, it's going to come down obviously to the interviews he has with the teams and never really get into his personality and see what he's about. Um, But I mean, I'm still if if he happened to drop to eight, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take him. I'll
1: take him. I, I I love Jalen Carter, but I uh, I just want to say this, man. uh Don't be so quick to to jump on somebody because it's real easy to do that from the external third <laughs> position you wasn't in it. um I got a lot of friends that do dumb shit that I was present for. And if we got caught, I'd have been in the jam with them. And I did a, a lot of dumb shit that my friends was present for that. We could have been in jail right now for. So, uh, But that doesn't make somebody always a bad person. That makes somebody a young person or just a person. So be a little reserved before you throw the man under the bus. Make make sure you get the facts before you do that. Because that could be just a regular person who made a mistake or was in concert when a mistake was made. So yeah. just put out a little bit.
2: Nah, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I, it It's terrible. You know, I don't even, it always feels kind of nasty to me to even talk about like draft discourse when it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, is this going to fall to us now because of something like this? But um, I just hope that like Mike was saying, you don't, you don't judge someone off their worst moment, right? There's, there's a whole person there They have a bunch of different qualities. And from everything we've heard, Jalen Carter's a stand up dude. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no history of anything bad. I mean, people make mistakes. You can't, can't judge them off that forever. Right. I, Again, it might affect his draft rate just because you know it is something. It's just another tally mark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it should. Um, and if he falls to eight, then I'd, I'd, love to see him as a Falcon. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what nobody thought would
0: happen. I mean that we, there's, we'd have a chance at him because we, everybody thought he'd be gone by then, unless we traded up, you know, that type of thing. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean I saw an interview with Phil Yates by uh, Miles Garrett from you know our local Fox Five here in Atlanta, and Field said, you know he figured that it would affect him some because some teams will, will drop him because of that type of stuff, you know? And I don't think it's necessarily a character thing, man. I just think it's a kid doing a dumb thing, you know, making a bad mistake. I mean, that's, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to get into details of dumb shit I did because, you know, I mean, I'll be like, Oh wow. I mean like, but you know, you, it just happens, you know, some people get lucky and you don't get caught. Some get caught and some, some, sometimes terrible things happen, you know, and Mm I just, he happened to be there when it happened. And, you know, so hopefully, you know, he he comes out of it okay, and everything is good on his end, and you know. But that's that's just, it. Just sucks to have to happen to uh, mm-hmm. happen to him today. Yeah, yeah terrible
2: like timing that. too. Just like right oh, before yeah. his combat interview, like mm-hmm. it's just so. It just sucks. It just sucks. That's all there is to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's going on, Miss B?
1: Miss B,
0: my dog. Travis said, "What's up, guys?" What's, the,
1: what's up? The, the, the the, being, <laughs> that is the funniest. <laughs> I,
2: heard, I have not heard that. I one have one. not I heard. That. I heard the Ritter Songs, a couple other ones. I haven't heard yeah, uh, one. One. Jesus
1: <laughs> right. That was a good one. Oh man, yeah. it's Laramie
2: tongueful. Yeah, well, that I was the I, gas mask guy, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was
0: gas masked smoking weed with a gas mask or something like that. Which, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, he but see that's even worse because he posted like he's not yeah. he
1: he he knew, it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean he's the one who posted it. I mean, like, come mm-hmm. on. Um, Alberto said, I hope he drops right to to, our, to us at eight or is this a case where it's buyer beware? I don't know. I don't think so, dude. I just, uh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, Todd McShay came out, you know, a while back and said, you know, possible character issues every year. There's somebody that comes out and says, this guy's possible character issues. It's always a top type of guy, you know? And mm-hmm. I just, I, I haven't heard that from Georgia. I mean, like, look, I mean, Kirby Smart straight from Nick Saban's school, man. Like if, if you screw around wonder Kirby Smart, like you're not going to be long for, team Mm -hmm. you know or or you know so and
1: um i just want to say this i said this in regards to my own trouble if i followed any it's just who get caught if i follow any person long enough i catch you doing something fucked up you have no business doing i would catch you i get you right in on camera and we could throw it up for the world to see and we call you a scumbag it's just who get caught and who get you know not we all kind of good we all kind of scumbags it's just where you feel like you fit in so you try <laughs> to be mostly good <laughs> exactly um, Jalen Carter man I hope it worked out for
0: you yeah. me too man me too Um, alright so a couple of guys got uh well the main guy that got franchise tagged that we were hoping would not get franchise tagged was Jeron Payne yes Um, and I think uh, you know I mean I think it was eighteen million, eighteen point five, eight 18 million 18.5 18, something like mm-hmm. that um, yeah you know which we knew he was going to get whether it was franchise or whether he was picked up by us or somebody else, he was going to get the biggest bag of any the linemen on the market this year for sure. Um, and I mean, like I said on the last show, Mike, I mean, it sucks because I would have loved to have had him, you know, but um, you know, with he that- wanted him
1: too. I saw his Twitter, tell. he was, I, I, I did. did, I was mad, I was, I was mad why they have Very to, man. They- they have to keep the players?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, but you know, with, with that money, I mean, we can go out and spend mm-hmm. uh. To, and get two or three guys for the price mm-hmm. tag of of what Duran was going mm-hmm. to cost, and keep building that depth. Which honestly, you know, <clears> like <throat> we said last year too. I mean, Duran was he's a hell of a space eater. He's a hell mm-hmm. of a run stopper type of dude. But as far as pass rush, it's not his, as, not as not his best mm-hmm. thing. You know, whereas some yeah. of these other guys, like whether it's Hargrave or Tomlinson or something like that, they actually are better pass rushers. You know, than than what Duran would be. So it sucks in a way, but you know, and uh, I'm not super upset about it. Um, And then the inevitable finally happened, and Marcus hey, uh, Mariota was released yesterday.
2: So, end of an era. Yeah, I mean, and,
0: so what? Do y'all think there's a slim chance at all that he comes back on a on a slight deal, or
1: he's just that's it? I'm gonna tell you why I'm saying no because of how he left. You yeah. Can't do that, young. You look, you fuck yourself. You you weren't even professional in the end. It's your job, even when you get benched, as the elder statesman to, to now turn into a coach and a helper for your rookie. You walked off and, and you left your rookie. That was the most. Mm-hmm. And you acted like you was balling out and you had no understanding of why you, like, that was the crazy part. Um, It was your job to stay and tutor. And just the fact that you was unprofessional. And then again, when we put that film up, all I need to do is the the play you it. Uh, a Carolina game. You doing this, bro, there's no logical reason for that in the NFL. You can pay millions of dollars to roll and just throw it up and just hope somebody can. No, you don't need to be a quarterback. You need to be a dad.
2: Yeah, that, that kind of sums it up. I, again, I think there was a chance we could have done, like, the cut him and resign him to a cheaper deal if he hadn't left the way he did. Because I do think Arthur would have been like, oh, we have a, a serviceable backup Mm-hmm. If he is going to roll with Desmond, obviously, we don't know if he's going to draft anybody. But if they do roll with Desmond, Mario would have been able to fill that backup spot. They have evidence that he can at least run the offense to a serviceable degree. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with Mike. He kind of screwed himself over because I do think he could have got a backup role, um, yeah. but not after he, the bad blood that's yeah. uh, there now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, he might. Uh, do you do all think he's going to be in the NFL next year?
2: No i think i think he mentioned at some point that he really wanted to start and that's why he came to the falcons so i think even just mentally he might be checked out and might just be done
0: yeah yeah. i think oh, you know, if he wants if he wants to start he needs to just go ahead and call yeah. it a day i don't yeah. think that's going to happen um, <laughs> yeah, unless, unless right. there's a unless there's a catastrophic injury somewhere and there's nobody mm-hmm. else left then yeah mm-hmm. um but uh yeah if he wants to back somebody up somewhere i mean you know it could be a fit you know maybe who knows i mean mm-hmm. san francisco Philly, who knows? Like, that mm-hmm. might be a, a decent fit for him there. Um, and then David here, man, uh, what's up, buddy? He said uh, that's my next point. No tag on Lamar yet, but I'll wait until next Tuesday. Yeah. And ironically enough, man, the uh, GM of the Ravens today said that he wants him signed before March seventh. He wants him. He <laughs> wants it done before then. He wants his contract done. So um, I don't know, man. Like I, we, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I still don't know how they're gonna. Pull that one off, or that they're going to cave a little bit, or, I don't or know. not. But I,
2: I am waiting for that news. That's that's just the grenade onto free agency, right? Mm-hmm. The moment they announce that he's not getting tagged, and they kind of get a deal done, and he's testing free agency. I mean, they'll, they'll tag him by then, because that way they can trade him. But yeah. if they don't get a deal done, then it's going to be a wild off season. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a grenade when they throw that when they get that oh, news out there. Yeah,
0: and I, I don't know that you know. I mean. They said that uh, you know, at, at this point it's for sure gonna be a non-exclusive. There's no way they're gonna go mm-hmm. exclusive tag and just have two Man. picks and that'd be mm-hmm. a name. They're they're gonna put a non-exclusive tag on them. So it's at least, you know, two first round picks plus whatever they want to throw onto it, you know. And mm-hmm. so it'll end, it'll end up being three first round picks for whoever it is. Um, you know, but you look at it kind of like it's not really three first round picks because, you know, yeah. if you look if you look at Lamar, like is he equivalent to a first round talent? Yeah. Of course he is. So like you're really losing. You know two first round picks but regardless um so we'll see man that's gonna like you said man it's gonna be a hell of a grenade it's gonna be that and aaron Rodgers as well i mean he he came out and after his uh, darkness, retreat. darkness <laughs> retreat man, and said that uh he imagined what it would be like to be retired and i don't know why you can't just do this in like a room a regular <laughs> room light but apparently he needed a dark room that he could sit there and imagine what it'd be like to be retired or to keep playing and who knows what the hell he's gonna do man i mean I don't think he's playing for the Packers again. Let's put that one. Oh, way. no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, maybe the Raiders, maybe the Jets. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to think of Aaron Rodgers. And you said that best last week, Mike. The coolest, weirdest, most <laughs> angry, like, yeah. dumb, like crazy dude you've yeah. ever seen. Man, what the,
1: he, no he, he's all the adjectives in one person. Yeah. Then you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Man. And I think Norman agrees with us here. Norman said, if Jalen Carter is at eight, you get Jalen Carter. Yeah, that's that, what is, about.
2: that is correct. That's you correct. run that, you run that to the podium, you push people out of your way, you trip people. I don't care what you got to do. You get to that podium, you turn in the Jalen Carter pick, I'm
0: making a paper airplane and throwing it out there to, to uh, get the <laughs> yeah. he's gonna have the, get, a, the get a microphone.
2: I don't know, something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, also, Arthur so, Brent
2: um press
1: the charges. He the one that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is a conspiracy. Yeah,
1: he, he waited to like, okay, combine, get him. Yeah, yeah. we're Rock, good. Then we got him. See how that worked out.
0: All right, man. So the uh, this came out late today, but uh, I had to share it. Um, the Players Association did a like a grading system of like the strength and the training and all this stuff uh, of the of each team. So I'm gonna show this up, bring this up for you guys. Hopefully you can see it. Strength coaches, D minus 31st in the league. Guys,
1: that's unacceptable, man. And the locker room. God damn. Yeah.
0: Treatment facilities 12th. The food service. Food is service trash. 16th. Has by you know, mid best mid range, you know. Training rooms 12th. Training staff, 9th. Locker room 25th. And team travel 9th, which, are, you know, a minus. Okay. So yeah. we got good accommodations when we travel, but we ain't strong. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: um, I'll be honest with that. That is, it's 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 hard to see that. I'm gonna be honest. It's it's tough to see that. But if I'm being honest with myself, you can see this on the field. Hundred percent. First like, thing I thought about, of, man. Like, I'm not surprised. It's it's hard to watch this. Uh it's hard to see this, but I you can see this translate on the field. Like there's, we we look weak sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be some changes to that, man. You can't, um, yeah, you, you can't, can't have be last hard. in the NFL no, and strength. No. Look, my no. background is exercise science. I'll put my application in tomorrow. Like, I'm, what I'm saying, I'm ready, man. Like, y'all yeah. need to get stronger. Like, I'll show you how to get stronger.
1: But, um, you got the but, gym shirt already, man. Y'all get hey, in there. There we go. And we in there, man. Out of your Falcon mind. But, uh, bro, I, I really think that's sad because that's something that. Uh, you shouldn't have to have an external group tell you it's fucked up in your, like, you should see that yourself. Like, damn, we need, how is the weight room like almost last in the league? It's the Falcons. It's in Atlanta. It, Look, the of cert- play. The certifications these,
0: yeah, man. The certifications these guys have to go through to get this as well, especially like the, the guys that are at this level, mm-hmm. like this, is no joke, man. Like they, they, they are put through, they, they, they're number one, they're put through the test themselves. Like every, all the strength coaches, Mm-hmm. And they're put through all this stuff themselves. So they have to be, number one, they have to be able to do it themselves as well as teach it. And like the test, all the stuff they have to take at that level, it's no joke, dude. Like I've done a bunch of them. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to know your shit inside and out. So it's, I mean, that's disappointing as hell, man, to see that it's just not, yeah. you know, not working. Um, So, I mean, you can't, and as the owner, you have to look at that or GM and be like, ooh, uh, you know, that's got to be.
1: you going mean, to get I, a comfortable seat on the plane, but when you get to the... <laughs> You get to the game, you're going to get bullied. I don't like it. <clears throat>
0: yeah. That's just what Alberto said. That was heartbreaking to Atlanta, man. This report.
1: Uh,
0: Arthur, for sure, let me wants to answer. How, how
1: that felt. And I, and I know this is awkward. You know how that felt? Like it was like a sex report card. And I was looking at myself like a, like it was a girl that said, Yo, it was trash. This was trash. <laughs> this was a B. Like it was you know one A, like the music that you was playing when we was doing it was an A. Like, God. Yeah, they're
2: like it's a D. Are you sure it's not like like maybe a C minus? Yeah.
1: Like Can I get a C <laughs> a this awesome. out of that's all great. the dudes I had, you last in two categories. Come on, man. Like, no way that's right. No way, not me. <laughs> it was hard to look at that. Damn.
0: Yeah, man. What, that from, like,
1: John? what is that from?
0: That's the players association. NFLPA. Makes it worse. Yeah, that's yeah. worse. Yeah, man, that's coming from them. I mean, that's not like, you know, some outside source. I mean, like, that's, come on. Know, man, that was that is ridiculous, man. Um, I'm sure ATL has some inkling of this. Uh, probably the, the Jalen. Jalen Carter yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Mom said
1: John. <laughs> it's that's on John. John, uh, up. <laughs> yep.
2: Johnny, man. Falcons need you.
1: 1.5 billion. No, that's what I'm saying. 1.5 billion for a new stadium. You got Home Depot money. Let's get it. I know. Let's do
0: it, man. Alberto said facts, and then
1: yeah, Yeah, what
0: the hell? Uh, By the way, make sure y'all check out Alberto ninety-five North uh, Falcons Talk Show. Can't miss it, man. Him and the Spitty, fantastic content every week.
1: Man in the land, man, my man Alberto.
0: Man, he said they put money into that new Ticketmaster studio. No shit, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: As I saw that, and we'll get actually that's perfect, Jordan. Thank you, buddy. That's a perfect transition right into. Um, Arthur and Terry spoke this week. Arthur had the interview with, uh, am I good? Uh, go on mute there. Am I good? Okay. there we go. Um, had the interview this week, uh, with, um, Scott bear from the media team, Atlanta Falcons. And, uh, it was, about, it was about almost 20 minutes long. And, uh, so just to hit some points that he said, uh, they talked to him about Nielsen and he said, it's basically a long, thorough process for the DC Uh, And that they just felt that you know fit he he just fit their their ethos and you know fit he was the right type of player he was gonna or he was the right type of coach to fit the culture that they had here Um, he loved his background his vision and they asked him if he's gonna work with the defensive line because that's obviously what he's kind of been known for is getting the most out of the defensive lineman he said absolutely Uh, he'll work with defensive line and Lanier and Huxtable will work with him on that but so I think we all kind of figured that but that's we hear it officially now that he's gonna definitely have his hands directly on that front. Which mm-hmm. is awesome because that's again where we need the most help. And uh, you know, that's great to hear. Um him about Jerry Gray. He said, you know, he wanted a diverse group of uh, coaches with different backgrounds. Uh and Jerry fits that with his experience. I mean, he's been coaching forever. Um, and uh he said that you know he'll oversee the the back end, so you know, the safeties, the corners. So he'll mm-hmm. basically handle that. Um we got a QB coach now and it's the same person. That's our offensive coordinator. They have Yeah. That's so that's not going to be an outside hire. What did y'all think of that? Did you, Steve, did you want to get a, were you hoping for somebody in particular, or is this kind of like a, just a non issue
2: No, to me? I haven't been, I, I don't get too concerned with QB coaching. Just as I think a lot of like QB improvement, I do think there are some QB whispers, but just from what I've seen, I think it depends on who you have at quarterback. And I think from what we've seen with Des come just from college to the NFL, um, and he's obviously the main quarterback we'd be developing, so he's the one that really matters. Um, I think he's he self-improves enough uh, because, again, he sought out Jordan Palmer to get training to improve. Um, so I don't put too much too much in all that. It's nice you can get one of the elite names, but we also we don't really know these people too well, so we can't really judge their coaching until we see it on the field. And I thought Dez's decision-making uh, down the stretch was like pretty good. Uh, so I, I tend to think that if they're promoting from within, you know that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah I agreed man. Mike, what'd you think, bud? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bring him back.
0: Y'all hey, listening on this on this I got, Spotify. I got a jersey on my cup. I love that Man. He, he yes. got
1: a Matt Ryan. Um I want Matt Ryan to be the quarterback coach. I, I, I think that um again like Steve said you'd never know with uh with, when you don't know the name he could be a great one and you see it translate on the maybe a shitty one you see it translate on the field. I just, uh, my, my dream for whoever the next quarterback was, was that Matt Ryan would be there to <laughs> tutor him, then pass it off Yeah, um, organically. Um, I don't know how he will be as an actual quarterback coach, but I would love him as a consultant to the quarterback. Just, if you got questions, I can help you all out. I, I, I need him to be in the organization on the sideline at some point, not, not to be the quarterback, but he can help a rookie quarterback or a second year quarterback tremendously. Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah. Damn that Deshaun Watson for messing that up.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I young, I, I always yes. wanted to do uh, Brett and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think that that uh, that's how you do that. Is you get it, you you like mentor and then you hand it and then you go to, with the Colts so or do something there. But yeah, you Brett, Brett kind thing. of reluctantly did it. Yeah, he reluctantly did. And he. Yeah. C- I want to point out, he murdered with the Vikings.
2: He yeah. almost had his
1: best season oh, yeah. with Minnesota. He murdered. Like, Brett Favre, would that, if he wasn't in that Saints game, he did that dumb shit at the end, which is Brett Favre. That's, right. Right. that's Brett Favre for Good you. Good and bad, right? Yeah, but Brett Favre balled out.
0: Alberta said Pep Hamilton <laughs> should have been brought in. That was the only guy that I had on my – on my list um, that when he was, when he became available from Houston, I thought that, uh, yeah, he would be great. Um, mm-hmm. But, but, and then the second thought and David agrees there with um, Alberta, my second thought was kind of what you said, Stephen. I mean, like if, if Ridd's going to be the quarterback, I mean, he's already got this rapport with Dave, you know, yeah. and probably already have a relationship. So it's just going to be a smooth transition. Uh, and at least, you know, Dave was a quarterback. So that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. a plus. I mean, you know, I mean, Charles London was not a quarterback, not that you have to be, but there is a difference. If you play the position, you played it at a high level yeah, that can always translate a little bit better uh, to the younger guys, but.
1: Um, John so he- and Steve are the two most logical people on- <laughs> in the face. Do you notice know how everything they say, make at least you could follow it logically, but you see how sometimes when I speak, you think, is he high? Has he had a pill? Has he had a pill?
0: <laughs> had a pill. Oh shit. Um, he said he's very fired up by the group of coaches that they have. And I, I was noticing while he was talking in the interview, like a lot of coaches have switched sides. So like a lot of the defensive coaches it. last year, are the offensive now and vice versa, uh, he just says, you know, makes him more better, better way around the coaches. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he said on the draft class, they're looking for the guys, with the right mental makeup, the right habits, mm-hmm. high character guys. It shouldn't surprise anybody. If you've watched these two, this regime the last two years, um, and they do have a good feel of what they want. He said he wants to see more balance in offense this season. So obviously, he, he talked about the first year with Matt had the pass game going obviously, uh, and Kyle, Kyle's doing his thing. And then last, but they had the run game, and then now this year, then twenty one, they improved the run game quite a bit, but the passing game went to shit. So now they would like to just put it all together and yeah. you know have a, have a nice nice balance. Um, and he said Desmond. They asked him specifically about Desmond. So here we go. We're getting to Desmond. And he said uh, he thought he improved a lot over the last four games. It's important that he didn't repeat a lot of the same mistakes that he made, and that he handled handled critical downs well. So those third and fourth downs, uh, two minute situations, he handled those very well. And he said his future is bright. And then the then Scott Bear flat out asked him, said, "Is he your starting quarterback?" He said, so "I'm not no, going to say that. Not going <laughs> to say that." So uh, a lot of folks, I was watching pound for pound last night. Shout out Jr. Uh, and Jonathan. Um, you know, folks taking it very seriously and very, like, directly that, oh, well, they don't believe in him. That, that his – uh clearly they don't, you know, if, if they don't believe in him, why should I believe in him type of thing. I don't think that's it, y'all. Um I see it as the guy started for four games. You don't really know what you have unless you have a Mahomes, a Brady, a, a, a Burrow, a guy that's clearly, all right, upper echelon, that you can go say, oh, yeah, that that's the starter right there. Like, you know there's not going to come and beat them out. Can mm-hmm. you say that when you have a guy who started four games, okay, and you and he did well, but not not great, you know, you you can't say, yeah, that's my quarterback, as mm-hmm. much as you might like to, because it just yeah. it puts it puts you in a spot. So you you can't go out there if you go explore the Lamar option. Well, you then you know then you get hammered for well, you said mm-hmm. he's your starting quarterback. So there's no way they're going to put themselves in a corner like that. And also, if you bring in somebody to compete, that ruins that as well. So I don't mm-hmm. see it as anything. At all, I think they're very high on Ritter still. I just don't believe that they're going to say, "Yeah, he's our guy," without you know having some competition come in, or like I said, if they go toward Lamar or somebody else. Steven, what say you, buddy?
2: I I agree. I think it's all just kind of coach speech. We see it every year with all the coach speech. It's it's just how how can I answer this question without giving any valuable information? That's that's the key to coaching, uh, at least uh, press conferences. As far as what I think they actually think of Ritter. I think when you look at what they're saying in interviews, talking about these critical downs, these fourth downs, that's stuff you can verify on the field, right? Mm -hmm. You know, both the London fumbles came on a fourth down. I hate to bring up Drake, I thought he played really well. But those are fourth down situations, sometimes in in a a drive-to-win situation for the Saints game. Uh, He made those plays. So you can see it on the field, and you can also kind of see it. Well, maybe we'll get into this a little bit later, but schematically they trusted Ritter to pass more than they did Mariota. Just the last four games, I'm sure y'all both saw it too. Yeah. Offense changed. It wasn't the same offense. We, we were doing different stuff. We were, uh, we even went wide a couple times, you know, f- uh, four wide receivers, that side of stuff. We did not do that with Mariota since like week one. Uh, so I think you can see it on the field. And I think the press conferences, if you read between the lines, they're saying a lot of positive stuff without fully committing, which to me, implies that uh, they at least want to give him a shot unless someone blows him away in the draft process, like Bryce Young or somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's hard to read into all that. I don't think they're moving off of him. I, th- I think they're higher on him than, than maybe people think. Yeah. Mike?
1: Well, one, Steve just said schematically. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that's ever been on you on out of your falcon mind. So I love you, buddy. Let's start there. Two uh, <laughs> is – um, I think that y'all hit it on the head. You have to say that. Um, if not only for, if you notice so sometimes if it ain't your wife yet, it's your girlfriend, even if you want to marry her, you don't tell her she got the job already. You need to earn that shit. I need <laughs> you to think that you, it's a job you need to compete for. Earn that shit. Um, and that's kind of what you want from a young quarterback. Is you gonna, I, young, <laughs> Man, I don't care if in my heart I know you, I am giving you a certain job it's not, I'm not going to tell you that in February. Right. I'm not telling you it's for. Sh-
2: there it is. I was, I was curious what happened while I was on here. Yeah, man. It's
0: just, it's perfect. It's kind of weird ass <laughs> face, everything. So it has everything. All, yeah. All now, like a little just, blurry. Mike just froze up again. He's looking like he's in a rap video right now. Actually, like he's, <laughs> he does actually. Body. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Michael get unfrozen a second and come back, but, um, let me see. Me remove him and add him back. Let's see. All right. Blank screen right now. All right, so we'll move all on. Right. He'll be he'll be back in a second. This happens almost uh at every, almost every episode. Almost <laughs> every episode. Yeah, that's something with his connection. Not sure what's going on. Um, no. anyway, uh, getting back at it, man. Uh, he said all options are on the table. Yeah, that was verbatim. That's what he said yeah. as far as the quarterback goes. There he is.
1: There he is. I don't know why that only happened to me. It's so unfair. I hate it. The that shit was so hilarious. Hard. You were like this.
0: Nice. Like you, you were like, you were <laughs> rapping,
1: like you were, you had like a serious rapping bars. No, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I just think that you can't, you don't say that now. And again, he wasn't, I love Desmond Ritter. He wasn't dynamic. He wasn't somebody you say, Oh, he's definitely, I never seen nothing like it. So you just be honest. Like, no, we don't got it yet, but he will compete for it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. And
0: I think that's what he expects.
1: Yeah. like, And, yeah, I, and I, I'm going to be honest. I think that's what, just gonna bring out his best i believe he will compete no matter who you bring in i think desmond got the mentality to it's showtime let's go for it yeah yeah agreed man miss davis what's happening Yeah, she said, Geez, if i brought this report car home i would have got punished yes yeah damn right it's i would have got more than punished got a oh, yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah hamilton fits <clears> that This burdo pep hamilton fits that, that mode of a diverse coach He's been an offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, would have been better than Regard. Yeah, that's, man. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. disagree, buddy. I don't disagree. Big John, what's happening, yeah, brother? Big John, big John with the 4X. I hope you got it. Or 3X, but 4X. He so I'm says, looking for, I'm looking forward to this year's free agency and the draft. Cannot wait, dude.
0: Be fun. Is, it's, it's just moving by so slow. This season mm-hmm. flew by now. This, like, this month and a half is taking forever, man. During the dead period, uh, nothing yeah, happened.
1: Exactly. Uh, Peace be said. Please explain what y'all just said to the desbians. I
2: don't think they can... <laughs> that is the funniest shit, the desbians. i never heard uh, that. I've heard a lot of Ritter ones. I know I'm I'm like the Ritter guy almost, and I had not heard desbian. That's yeah. a good
1: one. The <laughs> So hold, hold on, John. I just want to jump in real quick and play a game called Ask a Steve. I just want to jump in. All right. Steve. <laughs> Steve, I got just a few random things just from Ask Steve. Steve, what's the best way to, to reheat a slice of pizza, buddy?
2: To reheat a slice of pizza? A
1: slice of pizza. You had pizza the night before. Now it's the next day. You're trying to reheat this pizza. There's a million different rumors flying about how the best tasting way. What's the best tasting way to reheat a slice of pizza? It's Ask a Steve Day. Let's See,
2: start. I I got a toaster oven, so I don't know. It says I'm just trying to slice a single slice. I'm not going to do all the process for the whole big oven, right? Try to be efficient, right? Mm-hmm. So I have my smaller toaster oven. I put that in there. You know, you just you know wrap it up to two hundred or something. Let it let it heat up. Once it gets about warm, you don't want to let it get too hot because then it's going to get kind of weird. It's just tastes different. But you get it up to a nice warm temp. That's that's how I usually do it. But I'll be real. I'm kind of weird. Sometimes I like cold pizza. Is okay. that just me?
1: Cold pizza, Steve. I love that's, it. Come sometimes on, I rock man. With it. Come on, man. ask this Steve. Steve, what type of running back is uh is our coach? Is he is he like aiming for is he like aiming for a, a doppelganger of Tyler to where we could pound it, pound it, pound it, he get a break, then you pound it, pound it, or is he getting somebody totally with a different skill set? Speed back out there who can catch all of that.
2: So that's actually that's a fun question because I don't really know. We won't really know till he makes the selection, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, based off how Huntley played and how Patterson played. I tend to think that he values kind of the same arch type Al- as Algier. And when you get into this draft class, there's a lot of guys that are going to be going in that third and fourth round range that are a lot like Algier. I know Zach Evans from Mississippi, uh, from Ole Miss. Sorry, Ole Miss. He's He reminds me a lot of Algier. He's really fun. He's probably a little bit faster. So we won't really know until we know. But if I had to guess, I think they're going to try to keep the same kind of type. Maybe someone a little bit faster. But it's going to be the same uh Lower the shoulder, hit somebody, opposed to juke them out.
1: I love it. I love it, man. Ask Steve. Steve, what is the Outer Wilds
2: game? I saw you raving about it. Oh, what is the Outer man, Wilds game? That is the single most like unique game I've ever played in my life. If you want to play it, it's like a split space exploration game, but it's almost like a mystery. Uh It's a, it's. I've never found a single game like it. It's an experience. Don't read anything about it. Just play it. You're in this spaceship. You have to. You have to figure out why this ancient civilization was wiped out, but that game's incredible. It's probably one of my top five games I've ever freaking played, and it's so unique. I beat it, and I had an itch for a game similar to it for like six months. I couldn't find anything. So Outer Wilds, if you like video games, you like exploration games, play that shit. You
1: got Outer Wilds. Play that shit. You heard it from Steve. (laughs) Play that shit on the shirt. The last one on Ask Steve. Steve, why are dish soakers the same as people who don't return their cards?
2: Because they're not considering other people when they do it, man. Because I'm going to be real with you. Okay. There are some cases where soaking a dish is acceptable. Okay. You know, because sometimes you do need to soak something. But, oh. man, people who soak dishes, they sit there and they soak like a bowl of cereal. I'm like, you don't need to soak that. Just fucking clean it. Like, it's right there. <laughs> like, you're. I don't have a dishwasher. So I hand clean everything. Mm-hmm. Uh. So that makes it even worse for me because people have a dishwasher. They soak dishes. I'm like, you just got to rinse it out and put it in. I don't like them. I don't like it. I, I think that's a lazy way to live your life.
1: I love it, buddy. Ask it Steve. You got to love them, buddy. <laughs> that was great. There you man. go. That's that Steve. was great. Johnny Yates, continue.
0: <laughs> All right, but no, you're good, buddy. That was a great little uh, break there from the, like the Arthur <laughs> press conference um, or the interview. The last two things I was just going to say about it. Um, he did make a point to say that the pass rush was a point of emphasis uh, going into this and going into 23 and getting more close on offense. Both things you wanted to hear as a Falcons, yeah. without a doubt. Um, and they asked him about the rookies. He said he thought Drake, Tyler, and Troy played their best football down the stretch. So there you go on those guys. Um, Steve, I got a perfect question for you, buddy, since you have uh, been breaking
2: down QBs. Yep. All right. What makes Bryce Young an NFL-ready quarterback? Uh, there's a long list. The biggest thing I'll say about Bryce is the only real flaw to his game is just how tall he is, but it doesn't actually affect how he plays. I think his probably his best trade is how he plays with anticipation uh, and his improbability. You know, when I say improbability, that's pressure gets to you. Can you get outside the pocket? Can you reevaluate situational awareness? Uh, can you find that, you know? that backside crosser with a guy in your face. And I think Bryce Young is so sealed at that. I don't think I've seen anybody as good at it as he is since Patrick Mahomes. And I'm just, yeah. That's just me off the cuff. I haven't broken every single class down since Patrick Mahomes, but just if, when I'm watching him, how he makes these kind of creative plays happen, it just reminds me a lot of, a lot of Mahomes. And I think uh, some people shy away from that comparison, but Patrick Mahomes, the college quarterback, is not the Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. So I'm comparing the college film not the NFL film. Patrick Mahomes in the NFL is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah. So he's not a good comparison to anybody, but the college film, I think you can make comparisons to that. So I don't think Bryson has a weakness. I think his only weakness is if you question his height and if you question how healthy he will be. And I think the height gets answered because he's playing behind the Alabama O-line and he's playing SEC defenses and he hasn't seemed to struggle with it. It reminds me of the Kenny Pickett stuff where people were like, are his hands too small? Well, guess what? It did not matter at all, and we wasted like four months discussing Kenny Pickett's fucking hand size,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and just wasted our time. <laughs> so, until until I see him in the NFL, it become an issue. I don't think it's going to be issues. I think he's just a really well rounded prospect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it, dude. And uh, you know, to to piggyback on that, uh, being an Alabama fan, obviously, I was uh, I've watched him a lot, and uh, he he is so calm in the pocket. Like it, it bothers me. Like I mean, I, I would be watching the games, and it would—I would be so damn nervous. He's just back there chilling. Like rushers coming, I mean, Adam. But I mean, it's just crazy how well he can just—I mean—kind yeah. of just you know break down to everything in front of him and just not not panic. I mean, it's it's wild yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, so, do you think uh, he's you know worth a team trading up for? To or, two, or, or let me, let's put it this way, best best like this—if you're drafting the one and you want a quarterback, that's guy who you're taking.
2: Yeah, that's who I would take. And I and right. I want to be clear—I think there's. I think the top three quarterbacks for me it's it's Bryce Young right now. I personally like Anthony Richardson second, but I think CJ Stroud is just as good there. And then the third one, you know, it's whoever I didn't put sec- put second, right? Yep. I think all three of those guys are legit top top ten quarterbacks. So I think it's I think it's a pretty good class.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Miss B said, y'all explained said perfectly. I couldn't do it better myself. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, there we Definitely go. try. Definitely try. Um, Jordan yeah. said, reheating the oven can't go wrong on the pizza question there. Yeah. Um, and
2: yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. No, we we wasted all this time discussing Joe Burrow's hand size, and does it matter now? It's it's exactly. terrible.
0: I brought said <laughs> a Devonte and Coleman type tandem. Yeah, I think you no, want a guy that. I think right you want a guy that if something happens to Tyler that you just slide him in and he can just be that type yeah. of back, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like Roshan Johnson a lot out of Texas. Um, that guy's yeah, gonna start fine. on most every other team. If he wasn't behind Bijan, that's he's gonna be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can beat that type of guy too. Uh I'll a Tomb Raider Metal Gear Solid classics, also. They, they are
2: okay. You can't go wrong. Metal Gear Solid's a classic.
1: My frozen <laughs> I it, happened it really every is people are gonna just like. Tune in just to see when your face yeah, freezes, Yeah, see. Steve, um, you are not a desbian. You like Ritter, you think highly of him, which is cool. Desbians <laughs> are on another level. They think he's winning the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> hey, I he got, is. He
2: promised it. He's not here. You think Desmond Ritter's a liar? I don't think so. I think yeah, he's an honest yeah. man. <laughs> Millie Mills. What's happening, Millie? Push you coming <laughs> in, buddy.
1: So I got one for you. Matt Rule waking up to messages. <laughs> That's for waking up to <laughs> <laughs> So I got one for y'all. It's going to be a good one. Uh AJ Terrell. Kyle Pitts, uh, Grady Jarrett, you have to start one of these people, you're going to bench one of these people, and you're going to cut one of these people. This is AJ Terrell, this is Kyle Pitts, and this is Grady Jarrett, John Steve, what have you? You want me to kick it off? I'll kick it it off. You're going to bench, and you're going to cut.
2: All right. So I'm going to do this from the fandom side. I love Grady Jarrett so much because he's the only good defensive lineman we've had since he was drafted. So he's, he's starting. 100% he's starting. I'm going to bench A.J. Terrell because I just think he's uh, – I've had more time with him to cheer for him, so I'm closer to him as a fan. And then Kyle Pitts. Sorry, Kyle. You're the newest guy. I hate to, be, I hate to bully you, but like, you're getting out of here. You're getting cut. <laughs> Johnny Yates, what you got?
1: um you let me see you're gonna start you're gonna bench and you're yeah gonna yeah.
0: Cut. yeah no i'm starting i'm starting grady i can't not I, i'm gonna totally with steve with him i can't not do that i'll switch it up there so i'll i'll bench uh i'll bench uh kyle and, and cut aj just because oh. because
2: i you know
1: i'm big for when aj kyle. listens
2: to this pod he's gonna be so upset
1: burdo burdo <laughs> I mean, man please tell me burdo in the chat burdo if you're still in the chat you gotta sign, I mean, excuse me, start, bench, or cut. You have AJ Terrell, Kyle Pitts, and Grady. The whole chat. I want y'all just to tell me Grady, Kyle, and AJ. You're gonna cut one, you're gonna start one, you're gonna bench one. I'm gonna be honest, I'm starting Kyle Pitts. Um I'm benching Grady, Jarrett and I'm cutting
2: A.J. Terrell. Okay. Okay. So I, I thought you were going to cut Grady for a second. I was like, we got to stop. We got to stop I never this. I cut Grady.
1: I know. <laughs> I, I, I no, kicked you off the show immediately. Kyle, <laughs> pick unicorn. I got to start Kyle. Unicorn.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Sorry. I'm going back up here. Let's see. What Oh,
1: got?
0: Yeah. Alberto said, would it be fair to say his success is predicated on solid O-line? There's not a lot of stout O-lines in the league. I think
2: that's oh, about young. Alberto, you yeah, saw about, what they no, did to him, Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. – it's certainly relevant. I think every young quarterback wants a good line. If you actually want my honest on who I think of the top three guys most needs a good O-line, I think Stroud probably needs it the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming here that Bryce Young is going to get injured if he gets sacked, right? Yeah. But when it comes to like actually being able to evolve as like a passer and a quarterback, I think Stroud would be the most beneficial to play behind like a really good O-line. Where I think you know Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young could make do behind a worse O-line.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean... Bryce is going to have to, I mean, when he started it, at his career at Alabama, he was like 160 pounds. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally. And uh, so, like, he's put, I think he's up to 190. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what he's going to weigh or what he has weighed at the combine. But, yeah, that's, like, not just his height, but his, I mean, like, is he fragile? Like, is he going to break yeah. when he gets, like, smoked mm-hmm. by a D-tackle, that type of thing, yeah. you know? So, I mean, that's that's what kind of, you know, you worries you about him. But that's, yeah. like you said, Steve, that's it, man. That's all. That's it. Norman said, Tajay Spear out of Tulane. Yeah, man, I like him i like him a lot uh what's up liam how you doing buddy
1: liam buddy here we go
0: that's my son he said start pinch bench ready cut rail. No, there we good. go he, okay. agrees. Liam, I you, he agrees with mike and uh then
2: man everybody's cutting aj i guess i'm the only one is not doing
1: that on okay. the, oh, look anthony doing the same Robert thing man. Yeah. Cut AJ.
2: Woo! We getting good, there man. we go see miss
0: she knows she's talking he about said,
1: oh man miss b, b. Okay, mm. Vincent Terrell, Starr and Grady. Okay. That's a good answer.
2: I wonder who else <laughs> came up with that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carl Carl I don't Focus know. You you be out. Uh, he's,
0: he's not. He's staying in school. Yep, he's got a little more year, which is good for him because this is not a yeah. class for him to come out with. He's- yeah, he would be like seven or eight, but I think if he improves, he'll, he'll have a good shot next year. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, man, so uh, Terry also had an interview um, at the Combine. And uh, he he said some things, too. that got some folks stirred up. And uh, he basically I'll, – I'll try to do as good a job as I did on the Arthur Smith uh, synopsis there. Um, synopsis and schematics used in the there same podcast. In buddy. the same show? Here we go.
1: We've made it, man. I'm telling you.
0: Being technical. Uh, man. Uh, he said, basically, is looking at the draft, have to be cautious, not trying to win the press conference, want to bring in the right type of players in our building. Same thing that arthur said basically about yeah. focusing focusing on, focus on the right type of players basically he said ever expo- every exposure matters the interview process to them is super important because it's about who they are as individuals not just what they do on the, on the field uh he wants to write intangibles in those players He he loves to see the guys go out there and compete when they was asked about is he worried about the guys that, you are know, not there and he said no nah, it's not a huge deal but he does like to see them just go out there and, you know, do everything and compete against the other guys. Um, ask him about Tyler. He said he's a good player, but you always needed multiples at that position to pres- and it helps to preserve yeah. their career. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler's a very smart, versatile player. Um on that one, man. A lot of folks were like, Oh man, well, I guess we're drafting Bijan and mm-hmm. uh we're just moving on from Tyler. I'm like, man, y'all got to yeah. chill, man. Like it just literally said we're adding like this should not be a like a news flash. Like we yeah. want to add to that room. I mean when- our running
2: back room is Algier, Huntley, and Patterson, and then uh Avery Williams. but you know,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't want Avery to be no no offense to Avery, but you don't want him to be He's- like two or three there. Like, you know, he's very so, good on
2: special teams. He's a gadget player on offense. You know, exactly. Yeah. And you got Caleb coming off an Achilles. You don't know how that's going to work. Oh, yeah. did Mike, no, he's back. I thought you froze Mike. I, it's <laughs> <not wrong. laughs> I got you.
0: Uh, CP getting older. So yeah, you're going to add, whether it's a free agent or a younger guy, you're definitely going to add to that room. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked him about players from UGA. He addressed it and he acknowledged it and said, "Yeah, there's some great players from UGA." But he also said, "There's some just there's some just good players from Georgia here." He said on their free agent board, they actually put a peach next to the player's name if they're from the state. Of Love
2: it, Georgia boom Love
0: it. So, I don't hometown. know. That, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I think that's cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really affect me. Like, as far as like their. I just want you to be a good player, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool if they're from Georgia. I'm mm-hmm. I'm down with it. Um they asked him about the corner position, especially specifically the nickel corner position. He yes. said that's basically a starter now in the NFL. And we've talked about it before, Mike, on the show. Mm-hmm. Now you know you're not you these teams now are not in their base packages, but maybe 20% of the time now. Yep. So like that nickel corner, such a starting, such a critical position in the NFL. So that people thinking Brian Branch possibly because he's kind of that hybrid safety yeah. great nickel corner mm-hmm. type position and a who knows you know that's how people are thinking about that um he said definitely wanted as far as the pass rush goes definitely want to add everywhere but we don't definitely want to do that have to build overall you want versatile players but making sure you're improving the whole defense and that's we hear that versatile that versatile st- uh statement being said all the time by mm-hmm. nielsen has said it Arthur has said it so, like, they're – I mean, this kind of tells you the kind of players they're looking at, which
1: – They want you to play multiple positions well. Or just
0: be able to – be able to – that those guys that are not just – you're not – it's not – you know, Mike, it's not like when we were growing up in the early 90s, late 80s, where linebackers were all 260 pounds. Yeah, yep. You know, and you that's all they it's played was linebacker.
1: You know, mm-hmm. and that made me
0: think about that made me think about a guy like Drew Sanders, because this guy play edge, you know, basically Alabama, but trans, you know, uh, transfer to Arkansas, started playing linebacker there. I did my little actually he's one of the guys I covered on one of the draft videos. Mm-hmm. And um he's a guy that's like talk about versatility, man, like he can he can he had 11 and a half sacks this year. He can rush off the edge. He can play linebacker pretty well. He can cover like. I wouldn't be surprised you see i mean i don't know when he's probably going to be gone if we don't take him which we're not taking him at eight but yes. if, if he I, I doubt he'll be there when we come around the draft again but who knows um he said that the scouting staff basically sets their boards based on the info that they have now and leading into this into the combine it's all solely based off the film and what they got from the school and he said basically he was asked about nielsen he said with Nielsen, it's all about development and competitive competitiveness uh he is that's what he's all about uh, and then they asked him about the draft in general, about positional drafting. And Mike, he said kind of what I've said before. He said, you can find good players everywhere. He said, go-, he said, we're going to turn over every stone. And he said, this is this was a very, I think, key thing as well. He said, we really value the Senior Bowl. 20 players on our yeah. current roster are from the Senior Bowl, 11 from the last two seasons. Okay. So oh, okay. if you just go off that alone, and just, you can go <laughs> back to the Senior Bowl and look see who was there, see who competed, see who did well. Yeah. Um, you might see a guy or two drafted from the senior bowl. If we uh-huh. continue that type of you know track, which yeah. I don't, I don't hate. Um, I haven't paced juniors at the senior bowl. They asked him today about his, uh, about his kind of mentality about how his, he said, I just run through dudes faces. <laughs> like, where do I draft him? Like, please. Uh-huh. like I, I, that's, that's a perfect answer, man. Like I run through dudes faces. I love it. Um, so yeah, man, like that's, you know, again, like I don't I don't take a lot of what they said at both conferences for for heart, like a, to heart. I mean, like I said, they they're going to be especially Terry is going to be as ambiguous uh, as possible because, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do him any good. I mean, like if you if you, you don't want to give any of your counterparts yep. any type of inkling on what you might do, whether you might trade up, you might trade down. He mentioned it. He said, you know, whether we trade up, trade down or stay put. I mean, you know, you want to throw that out there. Just put it in their minds. You know, you never mm-hmm. know what that's going to happen, you know. So, you don't want to give away – you don't want to commit to a quarterback. And all of a sudden, that takes you out of the quarterback discussion. Like, all that stuff. You know, you just want to mm-hmm. – like, like Stephen said earlier, man, just coach, coach speak, man. That's all it is. You're, you're not going to get a lot from it. I mean –
1: Yeah. I have a question for you all that John just made me think of um, <clears throat> for, for the both of you. John just brought up a great point. There are uh, – in the olden days of – football you saw cornerbacks that couldn't do what cornerbacks do now you saw some safeties that are built different than safeties now you saw linebackers built different than linebackers now you see defensive ends that was just built different than now is there any one player that stands out in your mind that you used to watch as a child that you was like he was before his time because he was more of what's happening now back then like you saw it then like he don't fit, he didn't fit back then. When you look at it in like retrospect, you say he could have played now because he was the new breed back then. Is there yeah. any player that stands out to you for that? Um, he's not not necessarily when we were
0: kids, but man, I think Sean Taylor for me.
1: Sean, I that that's a good one, John. God damn, that's yeah. a
2: good one. Yeah, oh.
0: uh, man.
2: Go ahead, I was gonna say, I mean. Most of my football memory started like the 2008 season, so I'm not the best. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I've been in the modern modern game, even but even, uh,
1: that, even that is what like when you say when you can see that now because that was still a long time ago. Like, what yeah. do you is there a player you saw? He was way before it's time for the for how the position has evolved. Mm-hmm. Doing that then,
2: I'm trying to think. I, I feel like you know this one is kind of out there. Maybe maybe I'll be crazy here, but I actually think. Tony Romo was one of those guys that I think if he was coming out now with how he scrambles around in the pocket and kind of makes makes some weird stuff happen, I think he would be much high, more highly regarded than he, than he is uh, historically as a quarterback. Because I think how he played is kind of like the precursor almost to Mahomes and, and a couple of like Rodgers type guys. So I think Tony Romo, if he was coming out now, we would all be freaking out when he when he does weird stuff in the pocket <laughs> and slings the 30 yards downfield at the time we were all like oh he's he's so weird and you know he he, he just yeah I, i'm a big tony romo fan to be honest he's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch so i, I rate him pretty highly and i think uh, he gets a bad rap so i think if he came out now he'd be he'd be he'd be pretty highly rated
1: i love it i love it. hey dog i want to say this about tony romo tony romo is i've never seen this in the NFL. Either. There's no player. There's no quarterback. Tony Romo had a move where he would be in the pocket, and he's looking this way, so he can't even see. Tony Romo had this move where he was about to get hit, and somehow, some way, the man would spin around. He knew that hit was coming from behind. i never seen no other quarterback do that. He would do it with perfection every time, like eyes in the back. He he wouldn't get it from behind. He could feel it coming and spin out of it and throw the ball. Love him.
0: Another QB. I mean, if you want to go uh, Randall Cunningham, like, for, yeah, for
1: us. there you go. Yeah, you can yeah. pretty much any mobile quarterback prior yeah. to you know Steve young, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. No, I think they're both, yeah, they're both the best but two good ones. Yeah, but yeah, for like mm-hmm. I said, go it, Sean Taylor, dude. Sean Taylor could have done whatever <laughs> yeah. he could have put on mm-hmm. a little bit of weight and played linebacker. He could, he could, yeah, <laughs> you know, he was, he was no, you're right. Yes, yeah. um, Brian Peoples, what's up, buddy? Brian, what up? Hey, yo. So Liam says, honest question, who we picking first in the draft, depending on who's there?
1: Depending on – I'm going well out of your falcon mind. I think that's – they that need to be our number one signing. Uh, let me and John call the games from the booth. Uh, if we curse, we curse. You just find us a little bit of money. Every time we curse, you let us have <laughs> we, We're, we're
0: going to need a whole, like, other support stuff. We're going to need a right whole fund
1: for, for fines and curses. Millie yeah. Mill said, "I like that cornerback out of South Carolina. Who is he That'd talking about?" Brothers? Cam Smith, know. buddy. Oh, Cam wow. Smith, love him. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Love uh, uh said, I'm
0: hoping we go after a corner or offensive weapon. The first, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, As I'm, you can I'm tell more.
1: that is John's son. You, you see how he's saying he's <laughs> <things> like twit. <laughs> you see, you know that's John's son.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm all that's about a corner. One of those top corners, I'm fine with it. Uh, again, this is all this is all predicated on free agency because yeah, this could yeah. all this could all change depending on what, what directions we go. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I just I really want it to be a defensive pick, though. I mean, that's just yeah. me. I, I there's too much talent on that side of the ball that you know, we need to just grab one. You know, and mm-hmm. um, Steve, I'll ask you too, but is so two two mock drafts, uh, Daniel Daniel Jeremiah mocked Lucas Van Ness to us at eight. And then Saw that one. Um, I think Mel Kuyper's latest one today, whatever mock 84.2, whatever it is um, mocked us. Uh, Will McDonald, uh, Mike's other guy from Iowa state. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so your thoughts on either one of those guys, or have you, have you looked into him at all? So I have not. Um, to be honest, I've mostly been indexing towards the offensive side of the draft right now. So my defensive uh, prospects are limited. It's pretty much limited to like, some of the top defensive linemen that are kind of projected to us. So that's Tyree Wilson and like Miles Murphy and then right. uh, Ryan Drees and that sort of stuff. So I haven't gone too much into that. I'm, I'm mostly focused on the offensive side of the ball.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I mean, so, the uh, – John, I got
1: a question for you and Steve it. too. John, I know you want a defensive pick. You said that a thousand mm-hmm. times. I think yes. most uh, players want a defensive pick. John and Steve, uh, is there any offensive player, if they did do it at eight, that you wouldn't be mad at even though you wanted
2: to do is a one
1: offensive player you say I, I cannot be mad at that i get it.
2: I got one right off the cuff uh if bryce young somehow falls to eight and I'm very high on Desmond Ritter if Bryce young's available at eight i think you have to pick him i just i don't even think that's a question i think you have to pick bryce young at eight if he falls that far that's 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 just how up. i view him he's that tier above the other guys so if he if he's there at eight put him there with Ritter let him battle it out whoever wins wins Love it. Johnny Yates, what you got?
0: I don't know if there's any – I mean, yeah, I agree with you there on Bryce. Um, I don't think he'll be there at eight, but, yeah, I totally agree yeah. with you. Um, the the Obviously, the other answer is Bijan John Robinson. Um, mm-hmm. I I do not want a running back in the first round uh, mm-hmm. at eight. Um, the dude is a ridiculous talent. Like, if you watch his film, he's, he's he's ridiculous. I mean, he's, he could be a generational type guy. I don't know. Um, but I definitely don't want to see a receiver at eight. Uh, hell no to a tight end at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no way. Off- offensive lineman now. Hey, now you could sell yeah. me on a tackle, I could take a tackle, mm-hmm. not a skill position. I don't think so. Offensive tackle though, guard, maybe yeah. somebody that could be like a you know, like a
2: what's the northwestern guy, Peter? Uh, Stronsky? Yeah, Yes. yeah, Stronsky. I think he'd be good to move into left guard. Um, yep. but. Then it's you're picking a guard at eight, you know, and that, what's the value there?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I just think there's more value on the defensive side of the ball, whether it's a pass rusher or where it's a corner. Um I did, I did a video on Lucas Van Ness. Um, I like him a lot. I never saw him being as high as eight whenever I was okay. watching the film on him. Um and, and at the time, I didn't know like that. You know, you read and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, he, oh, he wasn't a starter, which I didn't know. That I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But then you read more, kind of what Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah said. You read more about what how Iowa does things, mm-hmm. and they start their their veteran guys. So they'll start their mm-hmm. junior senior guys over some of the guys that could be more talented than they are. So, mm-hmm. you know, Lucas, dude, Lucas. If you've seen this kid, he's six foot four, two seventy five, with like abs upon abs. Like he is. Mm-hmm. He looks like a damn superhero. Like he mm-hmm. looks like he looks the part. You know, but I will say Vic Beasley came in and benched, out benched everybody, and we know yeah. how that turned out.
1: So, uh
0: just always catching strays, old Beasley man. He can't, John's
1: he can't. Catch him. Show, he get bullets. He's riddled with bullets at this point. They all from John's gun. Uh,
0: I can't help it, but anyway, um, no
1: ballistics texts. They all from John's gun. And just you know, anyway anyway, um,
0: so yeah, I, I, so. I still like. I think his upside is high. Like I said, I'm still not sold on him as far as the run game. He's got to get better at like at, at really setting the edge and and just in mm-hmm. general, like recognizing the play. To me, like he was a little slow on some of the on recognizing runs and stuff like that and getting off the blocks quick enough. Uh, I do think he can rush the passer. He's very he 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 damn near dominated uh, Paris Johnson, which will be one of the top tackles taken in the mm-hmm, draft. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he and he did that several times, not just to him, but I mean other tackles like he's he's a, he's a force. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't hate that pick. I just did not. I personally never saw him being that high, but we talked about it on, I think, on uh, Smitty machine with Alberto. Uh, you know, he's going to test out of the world, out of this world this week at the combine. Mm-hmm. And that happens every year. These guys come in, they test like this, and they just shoot straight up the board, you know, based on that alone. Yeah. Um, so I did yeah. want to mention,
2: sorry, John, uh, when it comes to Terry's interview, I know when he was on the, uh, the combine he mentioned and this makes sense right because we selected Troy Anderson he did say he values a lot of like the combine workouts like historical analytics for uh you know like the like the shuttle times and stuff for certain edges is always a good indicator so if there are any workout warriors you know that might be something to keep an eye on but I just I just read from the, the combine interview that he mentioned uh Valuing some of the combine workouts pretty highly. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah,
0: because it's just, like the shuttle, especially for like yeah. a, a defensive lineman, edge rusher, or something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's uh, and then, I mean, Mike, you did you covered Will McDonald. I know you were super high on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I, and, and we didn't think another guy we didn't think that would really go that high. I mm-hmm. know, but I mean, you know, he shot up the board too, apparently. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. I love Miss B's comment here.
1: I don't know nothing about the draft process. <laughs> I leave that up to y'all, man. When we draft, y'all just tell me if that's a good choice or not. I'm going to be honest, Mr. B. Half the time I'll be in your boat just asking John, "Was is he good? Like, did, did, did we get somebody? I ain't know nothing about Tyler Ije. Nothing. Yeah. John
2: I say she's got the smarter idea because she doesn't have to, like, sit here and grind tape because oh, you'll man. like some guy and then we don't select him. Oh, and man. it's like, yeah. well, I wasted all that time, basically. <laughs> I'm you, I did
0: that. So I know that wasn't me and Tyler last year, man. I was definitely mm-hmm. that. Uncle Steve, what's uh
2: Uncle
1: Steve!
0: Man, make sure y'all check out Uncle Steve's Lounge, man. That you Gotta do I, it. Dude, he, did you see the little short he did when uh, Marcus was cut? No,
1: I didn't dude, see it. it. It's
0: a minute and 16 seconds of joy. I man. got to go. You gotta <laughs> go. See it. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, make sure y'all follow Uncle Steve, man. F- fantastic dude. Great channel. You love that dude. He said 300 subs and rising. Yes, sir, do. man. He said mm-hmm. y'all like the video. Keep supporting. Fellows, in the same interview, Terry, avoided talking about McGarry's situation. Think we are moving on or Terry being coy?
2: Steve. Ooh. So I tend to think that we will move on from uh, Caleb McGarry uh, just because, like you mentioned, we haven't really heard any conversation about that. And usually when they want to franchise tag someone or sign to a long term deal, you just hear a little bit more buzz about it. Uh, and then when you get into his actual film, you know he was solid this year. He, he definitely took a step forward from previous years. Uh, predominantly as was like a run uh, in the run game, mm-hmm. but he still had instances where as a pass protector, he was not that great. Uh, and then you get into the fact that fifth year was a contract year, right? Essentially. Cause he's playing for the franchise tag or getting, um, like getting a new deal. And I just, he's next to Lindstrom. So you have to take everything he does with even more of a grain of salt because Lindstrom is the best guard in football. Great so point. if you're next to that guy, then you know, you're going to look better. So, I think we'll probably let him go because the money he's going to command will probably be higher than we want to pay. And you can find a similar level replacement uh, either in the draft or in the free agency.
0: I like it. Mike, anything else, I, buddy?
1: I just want to take that you know, like audio and just blast it in like the Arthur <laughs> Blank office on my feet until we let him go. I agree yeah. with Steve completely. I, I've been I think back and, and forth. That you can find, find like similar level talent. It just, yeah. man, I would – Kick my own ass if we done that, and then like the running game suffered because because you of mean the
0: passing? No, was a, he was a fine run blocker. I, I, yeah. Right? No, no, that's what I'm
1: saying. If we cut him, and then like oh, the running game, oh, yeah, because he was such a good run block. But I believe that you can get for the price he going to want with that, you could spend a lot less and get somebody yeah. that's kind of good like that. Yeah. Well, I think well, it's really because he's
2: next to Lindstrom, is why I'm not really concerned about yeah. a replacement. Like it's they'll be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I mean, you, you look at some of the, yeah, they're
0: younger, more athletic, possibly, um, you know, and in our offense, you got to be able to get to the second level, you got to get, be able yeah. to get to the linebackers and take them uh-huh. out. So, and there's, there's a lot of good tackles in this draft. It'll be there. Uh-huh. I, I agree, man. I think they're, uh-huh. they're coming. I like I, said, I went back and forth on it. Um, the continuity thing. I was like, yeah, you want to keep him around for continuity. Uh-huh. but How much is Chris making him look so much better? Because like you said, not uh-huh. only is the, he's the highest rated player in the NFL. He's so so good. Chris. Ridiculous. I mean, talk about getting paid. He's gonna get paid. Yeah, he's gonna get as much he's gonna write his own check. <laughs> yeah, 100. Uh, that's a great one, Miss Pam. Derek Thomas.
1: Oh man, I know what you're talking about. What, what an I already know the question you answered. What an animal. Yeah.
0: Yes. Vic <laughs> was the fourth time. He was, was man. Time. Yeah. He was. If yeah. he if he was in today's game and actually put forth. Oh
1: man. Effort. Oh my yeah. god.
2: Yeah. Travis Preston said Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez.
1: Gonzalez. That's great a good call. one.
2: Tony G. Yeah. Brian Cordell, Pepp- cool? Patrick, Ooh, Patrick Willis. Willis. Patrick
0: Willis is one of my favorite linebackers I've ever Willis seen. Is yeah, dude was awesome. I must be saying hello to Liam. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: there we
0: go. Billy <clears> <throat> Mills reminds me so much of TJ Watt. I don't know if it's the colors or what, but that's who he reminds me <laughs> of. <laughs> mm-hmm. dude, this is, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what I thought about Carl Loftus last year. Like, I was super high on him. I thought that he was a great
2: I like Carl Loftus a lot, man. I was okay with him when we were selecting. Where we selected Luna. I was like – just grab Carl Loftus, like you can't go wrong. Same mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I people kept like poo pooing on him because they were saying like, I didn't have the bin, sh- I I didn't see it. I was watching the film, I couldn't see. it. I was like, I don't know what you are looking at. All i You're making it, me
2: feel less insane, John, because that's what I said. I was like, everybody was saying so, you kind of gaslight yourself into yeah. believing it. You're like, well, I guess if everybody's saying it, like I have to be, I, I have to be wrong. Now you you just. You it, just justified me in hindsight. There we go, John.
0: We're not crazy, no. man. It was, uh, it, yeah, I just didn't see it. I saw a dude that played his ass off every down, and like all he wanted to do was take out the quarterback. So like I was like, yeah, I want that dude on my team, and he had a hell of a good rookie year with KC. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and said so we could trade back to a team that needs a QB if we get in good uh and get a good top pick and get more picks yeah. in the second. Yeah, I'm not opposed to like, trading back. I'm not. I don't want to trade back. Here. Oh, hell yeah. I don't want to trade too far back, but if we trade back, you know, early mid round, good mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. I mean, so um, let's see, man. Joel said, what's up? out of your family. Here we go. I made it to alive. I love it, Joel. it. It's been a while, My buddy. Man. He said, let's get all this free agency and rookies and get the uh, Super Bowl I'm, this year. I'm ready. That's what yeah, I'm
1: trying bro. to do. Get to that Super Bowl, man.
0: Millie Mills says Carl Brooks. Another guy, I think, complete R.D. line. Yeah, man.
2: Steven, you got any thoughts on him? i uh, have not watched too much on carl brooks at the moment unfortunately
1: uh, Brooks, i got a man named carl brooks psychopath shout out to him <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh albertos and john you see our boy Ivan face comments i run through dudes about. Dude, yeah yeah this is uh, earlier, earlier. so Hell y'all, y'all
1: have to see if y'all are impressed by that then y'all should see where he actually got that from he got that from marshawn lynch who was in a a real serious uh interview and I can't repeat what was what he said, but he said well, it a few times, and it was Marshall, the Marshall. dopest clip. Marshawn Lynch is an animal, but that's what he said that when he found out, instead of juking, he could just run through a mother face, mm-hmm. and he felt like if I just run through a mother face, are you times, yourself? He ain't gonna want me to run through his mother face things. that many. He gonna start ducking out, <laughs> so that's what he started doing. But that that's where he got that from. Beast mode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. He's paid uh Millie Mill says Pace Junior's the an animal, bro. He's just short and that's it. Dude, he's six foot. Uh, but I I mean while watching film on him, uh, you it, uh, dude. He at the at the senior bowl, he literally threw uh a top guard, like just threw him like mm-hmm. six yards backwards. Uh like he he plays with so much force and so much. The thing the cool thing about now, I guess the silver lining to him being six foot is his he plays underneath the pad level. So like he uses the leverage so well, man. When he he knows how to use it, he knows how to position his body pushes position his hands in the correct way and he gets to just or whoever whoever gets him is going to have a hell of a player Whether well, they're just like they could he's one of those guys you just stick on the on the field say go get the quarterback just yeah. you, go get, you go get that guy you know and that's what he's going to do uh yeah. liam said mike i'm going to have to ask you to watch your language <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying buddy i love it uh and, and so so y'all know liam's totally joking he hears that mm-hmm. all the time. um um yeah yeah there you go his siren is torrance yep i like it alberto norman said mambo sauce on everything <laughs> um, hey yeah norman
1: there you go on everything you you know about that i
0: love it man um all right man so moving on uh Steven, we'll hit it real quick again because you, you've seen it. We you talk, you've already talked about it a little bit. But you've watched a ton of QB tape, and we already know how you feel about yeah. like Bryce Young. And you, so, what do you like, not like about Anthony Richardson?
2: So the biggest thing with Anthony Richardson, uh, I don't like to use the term "project" on him because I think he only really has one major issue, and that's just his accuracy. And that's one of those those traits that's hard to necessarily project uh, improvement on until you see it. But I think where people get it wrong, because you look at guys like Malik Willis in last year's class, who I, I didn't like very much. I thought he had issues seeing the field. Anthony Richardson sees the field really well. He's a, he's a really good processor. His pocket feels really good. Um, so he, he, he's really athletic, but I almost feel like he's better just in the pocket going through progressions, which is crazy because he's such a good athlete. But I, he's one of those guys that if he can improve his accuracy... He'll never be an elite accuracy guy, but if he can get it up to kind of manageable levels where he he stops missing, just open crossers, um, I think he'll be really good in the NFL. And I think the reason I feel more comfortable with him than other guys is because he doesn't have all the issues that usually come with the guys who have to improve their accuracy. Because usually if you have to improve your accuracy, you're not a good processor. Your pocket feels probably kind of like whatever. It's not really that good. But if you have all the other traits already there, And the only thing you need to improve is your accuracy. I think he has a much higher likelihood of achieving that versus usual. So I I like him a lot. That's why he's my QB too. And if he hits, he's going to hit really hard and it's, he will be an amazing quarterback.
0: Yeah. So kind of like Josh Allen ish when he first came in, like a lot of accuracy issues. And then I
2: I was going to say, I think Josh Allen was a little more reckless with the ball in terms of how he, uh, how he would act in the end zone. And you see that sometimes it popped up. Mostly this year when he started turning the ball over a little bit more down the stretch, uh, he just trusted his arm a little bit more. And I think Richardson, he was a bit smarter than Allen was coming into the league, but I think that's a pretty decent comparison. He just has to improve the accuracy and everything else will be there.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Any, does any like at all to Will Levis or just no, not
2: at all. So Levis, I feel, I kind of feel bad for Levis because I feel like people projected him, not people like Mel Kiper. So, you know, media personalities who are trying to stir up nonsense, right? They started projecting him above Stroud and above Bryce Young. Uh, And when you start doing that, people are like, all right, this kid is not that good. He has certain issues. My main thing with Levis is he has issues reading defenders leverage. That basically means, hey, if the corner is able to undercut a route or the linebacker is there to undercut a route, he just either is trusting his arm too much to make the throw anyways, or he's just not seeing that guy, not realizing the positioning. Uh, and I've seen that doom a lot of QB prospects, and he's not so so good outside of that flaw, uh, like Richardson is. That I feel safe betting on him in the top half. But I, but I think at the end of the first or the second round, you know, if you're drafting Will Levis, you know, that's not a terrible selection. I think he does a lot of stuff well. He's just you're you're banking on more improvement uh, than I feel comfortable in the
0: first round. Does C.J. Stroud like really like really help him his stock that much against Georgia?
2: Yeah, because the big thing about the Georgia game, um, he did a lot of this stuff that I had question marks about, which was mainly response to pressure uh, and then making kind of improv plays. I'm, I'm sure you remember. We all were watching that game. It was an awesome game. You know, he was getting outside the pocket, hitting really? hitting deep downfield throws. Usually uh, he struggled with that a little bit more, which you wouldn't expect because he's a really good athlete, right? You'd expect him to be able to buy time and kind of make these athletic throws and avoid pressure. But he struggled with that. You know, I think the Iowa game is a good example. Um, of him kind of having issues with pressure and making bad throws. But my favorite thing about Stroud is he has probably the best arm in the class. Like he, if you watch his tape, even his bad games, he is making some incredible throws. I'm talking just threading the needle between three defenders over the top of a linebacker, out outstretched arm of a dB, just barely missing it. He makes incredible throws. So, when he's protected in the pocket, I think he's the best quarterback in the class. It's just when things break down a little bit. But the Georgia Dame, that helped his stock a lot. That's that's putting him in the conversation with Bryce Young. I like it. I like it. Anybody else catch your eye? Uh, so I really like Clayton Toon. Um, obviously, I've watched about five or six games of him. Uh, he's the quarterback out of Houston. Houston. He just does a lot of stuff well. He's pretty smart in structure. So in the side of the pocket, he makes good plays happen. He can get outside the pocket, do some improv stuff, and then uh, yeah, I think he's just pretty smart quarterback. Someone mentioned uh, someone smarter than me, uh, Derek Clausen. On he he does a lot of QB stuff on Twitter. He mentioned that he doesn't always attack outside one on ones, which I didn't see. But I have to I'll review the film again on that. But I like Clayton Tune, and then uh, Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. He's kind of a traditional pocket passer who's more mobile than you might think. So he can get outside the pocket and make some stuff happen. But just really accurate, smart guy, good pocket feel. So he's uh, he's another one of those kind of older arch type quarterback that I think might do well in the NFL. Got yeah,
1: it. Steve, now, now, I got a question for you. I'm a, I'm a bit confused, buddy. You, Go ahead. You, you are a, uh, a big fan of Bryce Young. I just heard you ran on Bryce Young. Yes. Talked about CJ. You seem more excited about CJ now. I'm confused, buddy. Like <laughs> which one of these guys is your guy? Is it Bryce? So here's, here's the reason I
2: got excited about CJ because I want all these guys to succeed, right? And CJ helped himself so much in that Georgia game where I feel like Bryce Young was already kind of consensus QB one. Okay. Uh, where CJ Stroud, I think he did so much to improve his own stock just with that game. Uh, it makes me excited for him, and and if he works out, like he's going to be super fun. But to me, Bryce Young. I don't want to get a guarantee because I last, last two quarterbacks I put a guarantee on was uh, Patrick Mahomes, hmm. sweet, and then uh, Deshaun Kaiser, not so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. I don't want to put guarantees out there, but uh, he's just really fun. And Bryce Young, if he doesn't work out, I'll be really surprised. So that's why I don't get that excited about him. It's almost just like a guarantee to me. I got I just you. Said the word I said I wouldn't say, but, you know. <laughs> I got you.
0: I like it. And appreciate it, Annie. He so said, Get them likes up, guys. Yeah, man. Make sure you all yeah, smash that yeah. like yeah, button for us. Right here here, all right. Good question here, man, from Alberta. Is Stetson Ooh. Bennett Taylor Heineke 2.0 or more of an Eric Couch, former Nebraska QB?
2: Stetson Bennett's actually solid. He's just so old. It's like, Do you really want to bet your money on that? He kind of reminds me of. So old. A little bit. I mean, yeah, I, I say that, but you yeah, know, for, totally right. for a draft prospect, right? Um, like Chris Winkie. he was like
0: 26 coming out of uh, florida state
2: but but i do think he could be a taylor heineke like where he's a high quality backup quarterback in the nfl
0: liam said Benny will have problems due to
2: his size yeah he is really fast though i did not realize how good of an athlete he was so you really watch the film when you see him he's 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 an athlete he's he's quick quick.
0: yeah he's a lot quicker than you think he would be um all right man so after the quarterbacks, we'll hit this real quick. We'll go on to underrated, overrated. Uh, Steve, your top free agency targets, man, for us.
2: All right. So my the first one I really want to get, uh, I really like Jacoby Meyer because he mostly fills a need. And Arthur Smith talked about this, I want to say, in his interview he did where he said he wants to get more explosive at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake London's a really good possession receiver. Jacoby Myers can kind of do everything, but he has the high-end speed to kind of be that number two wide receiver uh alongside you know Pitts in uh, london so i really want him because i think he can just do a lot uh there's a couple defensive guys so outside of all the saints connections you know yep. just due to who we hired as as a defensive coordinator you know we're getting connected to davenport um Caden ellis who's a linebacker over there he kind of was really good for the saints down the stretch uh I really want Jesse Bates because when it comes to the defensive scheme that we're going to be trying to run. I don't
1: want Jesse Bates. I don't think we we add <laughs> nobody that don't want Jesse Bates. I love no, it.
0: Yeah. I, every Fal- I think that's the one thing that Falcons fans can honestly all on come it. together. All on of Jesse Twitter.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: But especially because from what I saw when I was watching, I, first of all, I want you to know it hurt me physically. Like I was cringing. When I pulled up the Saints, all 22 to watch their defense, yes. uh, <laughs> they ran a lot of like single high safety stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which I think Richie's OK. But that's like Jesse Bates thing. That's what he does. He's, he's a single high safety. He's really damn good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to get him. Uh, and then there's a couple other guys. You know, it, it kind of depends. Are we going to try to go after the, the one big name or are we going to try to get a bunch of depth pieces? Arizona has a defensive tackle that I watched. Zach Allen. Super fun. He would be that, awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, no, nah, he would be fun to have. Honestly, I feel like there's a lot of good depth pieces in this defensive class, so I can start keep naming off names, but those are kind of the big ones that I'm looking at.
0: Like any uh, interest in, like, uh, any corners that are out there, like whether
2: it's Bradbury or? So I wouldn't mind Bradbury. Um that said, I would prefer we address it in the draft right. uh, just because that's kind of how I view DVs. I think, I think it's easier to get, to get them in the draft for, you know, outside of your AJ Terrells, right? So you're outside mm-hmm. of your dominant number ones. You can usually find like a, a good nickel corner, or, you know, uh, a number two or number three uh, corner in the draft with relative ease. That's why I would rather us focus on defensive line in free agency and then try to get an elite guy at the top of the draft and then just kind of pick for need from there on. You
0: think, um, I'll try much flow. Hang on, I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> Liam said Bobby Wagner and Taylor Wong could be good. Vets. I'm
1: going Bobby Wagner every time, I don't care if he's 67. I'm going, Bobby yeah, Wagner.
0: <laughs> I, I would, I would Bobby snag Wagner. Bobby Wagner, yeah, I'd be, I'd be down with that. Taylor Wong, uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last show. Uh, his injuries concerns, he's kind of old, he's never played right tackle before. Um, he's a nasty offensive lineman. I mean, like that's yes. the good thing about him whenever he's in there. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, what you were just saying, uh, Steve, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, man. Like I, I'd rather go after the kind of proven NFL guys. If when you can get a line, you know, D line yeah. pass rush or something like that, mm-hmm. whereas that's, that's not always a given in the draft where it is a little bit easier to find some of those, you know, corners. So yeah. like you could, you could tell like last year, you could tell sauce is going to be a player. Like, yeah. regardless, there's no way that guy's mm-hmm. going to be a miss. You know? So, um oh here we go. Miss B said I like Steve, very knowledgeable. Oh, appreciate I this I part to Steve
1: know what the fuck talking about. Yeah, just why I leave the Yeah.
0: No. Uh Alberta
2: said Draymond
1: Jones. Yeah. Draymond awesome.
2: Jones, interior pass rusher. He would be fun to have. He would be fun to have.
1: Steve, yeah, so absolutely. just for everybody, Steve, I gotta throw a grenade and run. Let's do it. Uh Steve, why should the Atlanta Falcons go with Desmond Ritter?
2: All right, Desmond Ritter, man. That's my guy. He's been my guy since pre-draft. You know how rare it is for your team to actually make you super happy and draft your number one quarterback?
1: Mm-hmm. It is. I rare.
2: hope it happens one day because the high I was on, it was I, nothing could ruin my day. Nothing could ruin my week. Nothing could ruin my month. I was so happy we got Desmond Ritter. Uh, he's my guy. My big thing with, with, with Des that I think we should roll with him for is because – what he showed isn't what he necessarily fully showed in college. I think there were some traits that were similar, but when you look at those last two games and really, I even think the second half of the Baltimore game, he showed a lot of growth. He was smart with the football, which is something he was in college. Uh, He showed anticipation. You know, he was patient in the pocket. I think the Saints game, his pocket presence was really bad and that's rare because in, in college, he was super good in the pocket. Like his pocket feel was really good. Uh, and then the other reason I think we should stick with Ritter is because if you're going to draft a quarterback, you either need to trade up to get one because I'm expecting uh, even Levis to go in the top 10 because I think NFL front offices are dumb. So I think they're going to draft him in the top 10. Uh, so if you want to get a good quarterback, you're going to have to trade up. Or you're going to have to pick whichever guy falls to you, which isn't really the way you want to go about selecting your quarterback, where if you decide like, hey, we liked what Des showed us the last four games and in the preseason – you know, and what he shows over the training camp and, and uh, the season in practice, we can keep Dez, run with him as quarterback, and then we can draft an elite defense, uh, defensive uh, player at eight, and that improves the team as a whole. Because I think offensively, we're mostly there. And the other thing I'll say with Dez is, you know, we kind of all saw it those last four games, especially those last two games. The offense opened up. We were passing the ball. You know, if uh, Demir Bird would have caught that deep ball. Uh, against uh, oh. Arizona on the sideline, we would all be losing our mind. But since he dropped it, nobody was nobody cares. and they just quote his yards. They're like, oh, he didn't even pass for two hundred yards that game. I'm like, well, he would have caught the deep ball would have been two hundred and forty eight yards and, like two touchdowns. so okay. i I don't like the box score scouting. I think you look at the tape. you see a smart a smart dude. you saw him improve every game like Arthur Smith said he didn't repeat the same mistakes. Uh, and his connection with London is was really good. And I think that's what you'll see with pits as well. Uh, so in my opinion, there's less reason to move on from him than to like, to draft a new guy. Cause we we've seen enough. We we know he could potentially be the guy. Cause the only thing he needed to do is prove he's not, not the guy, you know, he couldn't go out there and suck completely for four games. Mm-hmm. And he did not He sucked for one game. The saints game was bad mm-hmm. outside of the fourth down throw. Um, the other three games he, he played well. And at that point, what are you What are you rewarding your players for? You, if you're basically saying, "Hey, you improved, you did a lot of good stuff," we're going to give this rookie the fourth quarterback in this draft, your position. Uh, and people talk about earning it. it. Does getting selected at eight overall make you earn the pick? You know, that's it's always a weird conversation to me. But I would stick with Desmond. I think he showed a lot. I love him. He's I probably watched the most Desmond Ritter tape out of anybody except his mom. Because uh, <laughs> I watched I watched his junior year. I watched his senior year. I watched all his preseason stuff, NFL stuff. Uh he's he's my guy. If he doesn't work out, I'll be really sad. I'll be really sad. Well, I
1: wouldn't would not I have <laughs> when I talk about Matt Ryan, I can see it in your eye, buddy. I, <laughs> I get that. Gleam. I, I yeah, like- mean
0: it's, I like it, man. I mean and, and the uh you said the connection with London. I mean like he he targeted London a minimum of eight times in those four games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And London, and with Marcus, he never got targeted more than seven times. Yeah. Uh you know, and it's like you know, you gotta have you have to give your number one receiver an opportunity to go up there and make a play. You know, I mean, even yeah. if it's you drafted, he's six foot five. I mean, even if he's single coverage, you give that guy a chance to go up there and make. That's what he's. That's what he's good at. He's good at boxing yeah. out and making yeah. those plays. So I mean, he knows that. So yeah, I mean, and it'll be. I, I think you're right, man. I think you add his full complement of receivers. You throw in Kyle. You throw in a true wide receiver number two, you know, whether it's a Kia it stays is three or not, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he goes out there and earns that job, man, I'm like, like Mike and I have said really since this whole quarterback thing has started since the beginning. Um, yeah. If they want to ride with Rooter, man, I'm totally fine with it. Cause I see the same things you saw on yeah. film. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't look at the box and say that's what it is. Cause it's just, you yeah. can't, there's mm-hmm. no way to do it. Yeah. Um, but if uh, you, but if you go out and, you know, if they, if they think that Lamar is the answer to everything, then they better yeah. have a, a damn good plan to back it up you know and i'm trusting i'm trusting that they will do that so i'm good either way man i'm i'm but i'm like you and i i best case scenario is your one million dollar quarterback is the guy yeah i mean that's just that's what what everybody's
2: been
1: hoping for better case is that he is the guy but then uh like uh the playoffs coming he get hurt man matt ryan in retirement we call (laughs) that i want to come back he lead us through the playoffs. Super Bowl win for Matt Ryan. Desmond really get it the year after. That's,
2: I, that's I want story. that beautiful walk off into the sunset for Ryan too, Mike. You sh- I, Brian, my all my memories of the Falcons pretty much have Brian in them. I love that man. He's great to the city. You know, I remember when he, when he got traded, he did that big radio tour. Where he, you could have probably asked him to come on any party. and had been like, sure. You know, he, he, he loves this city. Mm-hmm. I love Ryan. I would love to see him get something.
1: I want mean, uh, him as a part of the staff when we do it. I believe wholeheartedly yeah. that we will do it in the next uh, six years. Maybe I believe wholeheartedly we will do it. I just suck that he won't uh, be a part of that because I feel like he earned it.
2: Yeah, man. Last thing I wanted to mention, John, about the whole draft stuff is: yeah. I know while some people aren't big into Ritter. I want to be clear: if the Falcons do draft somebody, I'm not going to be that upset. Like mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't do it. If they do it, I can understand the mindset. Sure. Uh, and if they if they go for Lamar, I think I wouldn't personally do it. Um, but if they do it again, I can understand the mindset. So I really don't think there's a wrong move necessarily, other than drafting Will Levis at eight. That's the wrong move. The wrong move. But yeah. outside of that, I think you can do kind of you have like four options and none of them are wrong. So again, before anybody gets up in their up in their uh, feelings, if we draft CJ Stroud at eight, I'm not going to be upset because I think he's a good prospect. So. Yeah.
0: Hey, you just want to win, baby. That's it. Just that's want it, to win, baby. Um, uh, good point, Balberto here. It's a quick fix O line, Dalton Riser, Riser, and uh Mickey Benton. Betton. Yeah, that's I, why I, you I, gotta I, love
1: Bertho. He's gonna come with that. Shit. Yep. Kenny, what's happening? Kenny. Kenny, there we go.
2: Kenny said sorry. said, sorry I'm
1: late. I was at my girls' high school. Did she score? Hey. I you gotta let us know. Still excited to hear what you guys cooking up. You know, we always cooking, always on fire, buddy. We appreciate you, Kenny. And yeah. we got my man Steve on the show. You gotta love it. Yeah. Oh, Diggo Berto. It really is the guy who you bringing in for a backup or who you bringing in a challenge Ritter aside LJ. Lamar Jackson.
2: Uh, So if it was me, um, I personally like Jacoby Brissett. If you want like a high end kind of backup or low end starter, I think Jacoby Brissett's a good option. Uh, Outside of that, backup quarterback's a weird spot, man. Like, what are you really doing? Are you just going to draft or grab a random guy? Because. You want to give Desmond Ritter kind of like a fair competition. So you can't go out and sign, you know, like Lamar Jackson or something up, yeah. and be like, well, it's a fair competition. It's not. If you yeah. sign Lamar Jackson, he's the starter. Like, this is how it yeah, works. $250 million. <laughs> he's starting. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it works. So I don't know. There's a lot of options.
1: I'm going to. Uh, what's up,
0: bud? He said Ritter was running an offense mainly built for Mariota and Des could sub in for. Next season it'll be built differently to be more in line readers. Great point, Joe. Yeah. That, that is, is good. good. I like it, Joe. Come on back, buddy. Miss B, so honey, I used to love <laughs> Matt so much. I used to take up for him all the time. Well, guess, uh,
1: my you damn right. Hey. You damn <laughs> right, I Miss mean. B. I love you for that,
2: and you take up right. for
1: Matt until he until he pass away. I'm gonna be
2: a. I've got it. I've got more Matt Ryan arguments than anybody else because I. I'm I'm, like, he's one of those players I get emotional about because, like, I have so many emotional connections with him. I can't be rational. When people were cheering for him, sucking on the Colts, I was getting so mad I had to just walk away. I was like, I can't take this.
1: (laughs) I got the Colts jersey, Steve. I got the Matt Ryan Colts
2: jersey. Oh, that's see, Mike, I love you. That's awesome. (laughs) Um,
0: all right, man, so before we go on under underrated, underrated, overrated, real quick, Steve, we normally do the start this when we have guests on, but we forgot at the beginning of the show. So uh, real quick, how the hell did you become an Atlanta Falcons fan? Oh, yeah. So
2: uh, obviously I'm from, uh, you know, the Georgia area, so I'm close to Atlanta, like 30 minutes west, living kind of Canton area growing up. Uh, I really became a Falcons fan probably like 2008. My sister was a Packers fan because she thought Brett Favre was, was hot. So she's the one who kind of got me watching football initially because nobody else in my family was super into it. Root for the hometown team. Uh, I would say 2012 was the first season I really like felt it in my bones, and I was, I was like, I, I'm gonna read every single article. I'm gonna study every single piece of thing I can find about this team. Uh, and I remember I was in Orlando when we lost to the 49ers at this random bar, and there was like a bunch of nice 49ers fans. Me like, ah, oh, you'll get them next, and I was like, don't talk to me right now. I'm so mad. <laughs> uh, and from then, man. I just ride or die with with all my Atlanta teams. You know, I'm a big Hawks fan, too. There we go, Mike. I like that. I like that Colts jersey. Uh, Matt Ryan, man. He's ATL forever. I don't care what what color he's in. Uh, But, yeah, so ever since then, I've been just hardcore Falcons fan, hardcore Hawks fan. I'm not super big into baseball, but I always like to see the Braves do well just because it's the hometown team, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been into draft stuff since about 2004. I did my first draft board with my buddy Jalen. You know that was fun. We had a shared draft board. He was the other guy who was really hard on my home, so we always like to victory lap that. We ignore the Deshaun Kaiser part of that equation, but yeah, that's kind of it, man. I'm just hometown team. That's that's really it.
0: I, love it. Yeah, I didn't even know you were actually from Georgia, so that makes
2: yeah. No, makes I've, sense. I've lived all over the place. I lived in Michigan, and now I live in New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm probably going to be going to California next year. So I'm kind of all over the place. Steve, I, it, I
1: believe I speak for all of Twitter when I say that we need you to have like a. Uh... Uh, like an article or something every week when we <laughs> for the Falcons, man. We love your take on shit. It's always informative. You can write really well. You use uh, your motherfucking words like schematically, and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just need uh, you, buddy, on like a weekly basis. We love in the Twitter feed, man.
2: We I, all love it. I uh, I've, I've thought about doing stuff like that. You know, honestly, even just doing video schematic format breakdown stuff for <laughs> certain players we get and all that stuff. It's just – I don't know. I, I think I should I should start doing more because all I do is my Twitter threads, which are fun because I love doing it on there because people talk to me and we get to talk football, and that's what I love to do. Uh, but, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll put something out there here in the here in the future. You got to do it, Steve.
1: Please go follow Steve and get on his ass and tell him you got to put something out. Oh, man, put him on me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I told you somebody's going to get after you. I had
1: to do it. Birdo, it's I don't care.
2: I want is that, it's jersey? That is a Matt Ryan jersey. Ryan
1: I'm telling you, dog, I will defend this man uh, like you were into it until it's over, dog. This is my favorite number one human in the world and one of my favorite football players of all time. I love Matt. You yeah. just had the Hawks game with his son.
2: The coolest dude. Yeah, I saw played. that. And you know what? Trey Young honored him with yeah. a game winner. Sure yep. did. Sure
0: did. <laughs> that was awesome uh which by the way good good hire with quinn snyder i was really happy about that but that's yeah another, another show um, yeah. all right guys so we got about 15 minutes or so we're already running kind of over but it's okay let's do underrated yeah. overrated boys all right so anybody new to the show we play some different stuff every week sometimes underrated overrated sometimes it's in or out it's a new one that we have called put breaks on your skates that we'll probably do next week uh Steve, you want to start off, buddy? All
2: right. Underrated, overrated. All right. So, this one is something that's been bothering me a little bit because I see it propping up not just in football, but basketball, baseball. It doesn't matter what the sport is. Announcers across all sports, they're overrated. The constant criticism towards, like, they say this same phrase over and over. And I'm over here, like, does it really, af- does it actually bother people that much? Because to me, it's just kind of white noise. Like, even Tony Romo. I always laugh when he says "Jim," like like the seventh oh, time like in a row. I'm like, it's like, funny. Like, I love it. It's really funny to me. I think I, I think Joe? announcers they can make it better, but I've never seen an announcer make it like bring a broadcast down so much. It actually bothered me, but I see it on Twitter all the time. Uh-huh. So I think they're overrated. I, like I, I, I will
1: say Joe Buck does bother the hell out of me, but anyway, that's just me. <laughs> um, but go ahead. So I got one uh, underrated. Uh, <laughs> I just maybe did just like two weeks ago. I'm doing it again. Lil Wayne. Okay. Lil Wayne dropped a new song. It's called Can't Nobody with a K. When we get off the line, just go listen to Lil Wayne and tell me if he even dropped off a little bit. This man been doing this for over 20 years. To me, is the, the best rapper alive, the best rapper ever. Lil Wayne is the GOAT. Like, can't nobody he dropped a new song. You would think it was on the decline at some point. It's just not, it's Lil Wayne the GOAT. He's, nah, he's the good. Way. I like that.
0: I like it, man. I like it. Um All right, I'll do my overrated first. Um, That's having the best equipment when it comes to sports and particularly like like baseball, (laughs) because my son is 12 and he plays baseball. And it's the most damn expensive sport to play, Mm -hmm. because I mean, like, look, when I was now, I mean, I know I sound like the old man screaming, at (laughs) but when when I was a kid, like literally used the same bat for years uh, that I bought. My parents probably bought from Walmart Mm -hmm. that was like an Easton, I don't know, Forty-five dollar bet. I have no idea. Um, but man, like these kids now, man, like they have literally something like my dad. These kids now. Damn. Um, <laughs> but Way like my. <laughs> but anyway, my, you know, he he plays travel baseball, and uh, you know, is I mean, three hundred dollar glove. You know, bats are two, three, four hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, like to to play in a, a good organization, two, three hundred dollars a month, possibly. And then you know, you got everything else. Good. And it's it's insane, man. Like, but what kills me is my dad, like when I played golf with my dad a lot, I always want new clubs. And he'd be like, son, he's like a 300 dollars club ain't fixing that two-dollar ass swing you got. <laughs> oh, <yikes. laughs> oh no. <laughs> and uh he wasn't Just wrong. That. Um, you know, because I mean when I the, my first set of clubs was like a used set of clubs, my uncle gave me. And so I was like, I don't need this shit, man. Like, this was used in, like, 1975. Like, I need some new good clubs. And, like, man, he, and my dad was like, I don't give a shit. If you're using the Ben newest King Cobra out here, man, you're going to hit it straight into the tree regardless. So, like, you know, I was that pissed me off at the time. But he was right. Yeah. He was right. Um, and so we try to, like, and if Liam's still on here, I don't know if he's still listening or not. When we get him, man, some of the – we because we, he has to – you want him to be able to compete. Right. So like, yeah. you don't, you don't want to leave him behind. So you have to, yeah. you know, so we try to get him. but he has used the same bat for a couple of time, a couple of years. Uh, yeah. Two seasons now, three seasons. Um, so, you know, that, that's going around, but I do think it's overrated, man, because if, most of it's mechanics, man. Most of it's like I if you if, if you can't, if your swing's jacked up, it doesn't matter what kind of bat you're using, mm-hmm. you gotta hit the barrel. You gotta find that barrel yeah. somehow. You know, mm-hmm. or if you know, I mean the glove, as long as you can catch the ball and you know, then you know, it's there, dude. It's just it's is it's insane. Like in baseball in particular, I know we're a football podcast, but in baseball in particular, man, if you're trying to get kids to play the game more, you gotta make this shit more affordable, dude. Like it's uh, you know, you wonder why they play basketball more or football because all you need yeah. is a ball and a basket and you go outside yep. and you play. Um, yeah. so anyway, that's my rant. All right. I'm yeah. good. Uh, no, you, you, got good a, you got an underrated, uh, seat?
2: yeah. So this one is football related. So the big kind of discussion point over the past, this couple season is always like going for it on fourth down. I think field position has actually become underrated because sometimes like during the season, we would just like punt it. to like pin a deep, pin a team deep. We'd at like our 45, be like fourth and four or something, fourth and three. And all I would see is like, I can't believe Arthur Smith didn't go for it. But I'm like, we're playing, you know, who's who who's like a terrible quarterback we played? I don't know. There's a lot. We played a lot of bad quarterbacks. We're playing Andy Dalton. Like, if we want to pin Andy Dalton at his 10-yard line, that's not a bad strategy. That's like mm-hmm. completely fair. But all I feel like I ever see, it does it not matter what the situation is is as a coach these days, if you're not going for it on fourth down, people get mad at you. And yeah. even when it works out, people are like, Well, you're lucky it worked out. I'm like wouldn't you be just as lucky if you got the fourth down conversion? <laughs> I like the aggression trend, but I feel like people are overcorrecting. And if you ever punt now, people are just, you're a coward and you're a terrible coach and you should have gone for it on fourth and six. Because that's what I do in Madden every single time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah, that's yeah. a great one, dude. That was a great one. Anthony he said, uh, underrated, overrated, NFL reviewing, all the rough in the passer calls. That absolutely yeah. should be done. Yeah. I was going
2: to say, I'd, I think that's underrated because it needs man. to be done. <laughs>
1: I always Very say
2: Tupac. Since
1: Tupac gone, it got to be Wayne. Oh, little baby, Mr. B, oh. come on, yeah. pop your hand.
2: That's got to be a trap. I don't. I don't believe that for a second.
1: I love little baby, but come on. Uh, somebody said, okay, Kenny said, thanks for asking. Yes, so she got buckets. There oh, we go. Okay, but like I told all the girls. The main thing is that W now in the championship, just like the five. See, that's a good Come on. Hey, baby. that's what I like. You know, that's what on. I like.
2: Winning games, getting that dub, getting buckets. That's awesome. Bodie. Bodie. What's happening, bro? What's cracking? Good to
0: see you, dude. Brody. Make sure y'all check oh, out One a... Time for the Fan, man. so Bodie I got a good. And... One. I have
1: a, I have yeah. a, a oh. good one. And this is actually brought to me by my man Steve up here, okay? And he has no clue this is coming. But I All right, bring it on. But, um, what is to me overrated is uh, a blind support of your brands. Cause Steve brought up a great point on Twitter. What I felt like was this, uh, Steve, uh, when Steve got the shirt that he's wearing right now. Okay. Steve tweeted something that was very important. So I, I just want to read this book. Okay. Oh boy. Steve says, I truly encourage everyone to support each other when able. I've been needing more gym clothes and I'm like, my money's going for this shirt. I I mean, he was like, His money's going to that shirt instead of over a random Nike tee for about the same pro- price. Plus, it genuinely looks good and feels good to wear. So there I is. Like, double win. <laughs> you gotta love that. I appreciate that because I think that is uh um if you can support like, like your Apple products and your Nike products, I'm not even talking about just us. If your man rap and you're not buying the, the thing, yeah. you're not buying the ticket. If your boy got a clothing line and, and you won't get, and you won't buy that sweatshirt, but you would spend something on some Gucci. If if your boy have a podcast and you won't go to that and hit the like button, but you will click on like an IG, a models or a photo and hit like, yeah. you're a fucking douchebag. Hey, like you're a fucking douchebag uh support your people, man I don't even care and I can't say that because that's illegal, but you know what I mean you, you know what I mean I can't, I can't. I don't, I'm i in enough trouble but um oh, always support if you're gonna go get some i say this if you're gonna go get something, get it from your people <laughs> keep the money in the circle' yeah, good. the point you know and I just I felt like that was a great point that he made so I think man over i mean uh overrated is just blindly. I just want the name brand. You have people that do something, support them instead, maybe just yeah. every once in a while. I think yeah. that's dope. Thank you. Steve. I love it. I love it. No, Everything. man,
2: I, I genuinely believe that stuff because I think if everybody is, supports each other, helps each other, because you know I, I'm a much different person than I was even just three years ago. I think I'm I'm more mature. I'm a better person than I was three years ago. And The biggest thing I've lot is because people supported me and helped me out when I needed it. Uh, and I just think if everybody does that to each other, doesn't matter what if it's big or small. I don't care if it's a ride to the airport for free. Or sure. if it's flying someone out somewhere and paying for their ticket, whatever you can do within your own means to help somebody out, man, just do that. People won't forget it. You'll feel bo- You'll, even if you do it just for the ego. You're like, you know what? I am a nice dude. Like I did that for somebody. That's fine too. Like it a little bit. You're still doing something good, man. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, be good it. to other people. I
1: love it. I go fucking mine. I love it. it
0: and I was saying there, yeah, make sure you guys go support Bodie and Jack at one time for the family. Those guys are yeah, great, man. Yeah. Make sure you no. check them out. Uh, Alberto so said, John, I feel you, bro. My daughter playing softball. We spent $320 nice. the whole attire. equals overrated. Yeah, dude. And you no, know, when you start on the actual travel, the actual tournaments, like just for the team to enter the tournament, they're like four or five hundred dollars just to get the tournament. Oh, yeah. And then you gotta play parking you're paying to, pe- to actually get in to see your kid play after you've already played for the tournament. So yeah, don't even get me started on that shit. Um, and he said, Mrs. Uh, he's talking about it, never Never Uh <laughs> James, Bolt Bros. Here we go. Brother. Bolt Bros. My God. You guys, man. Underrated. Uh,
1: Bolt Bros. I'm going to say that every time.
0: I need 95 back on the show with you guys. What is it? When is it happening? Uh, man, it, it sometime soon, buddy. He's always, yeah. but he's always welcome on our show. Yep. Uh, Tyler said, first of all, I catch it live. Sorry. I'm like, hey, brother, it's all Tyler, good. Tyler, what's, what's
1: up? Late. Better late than never.
0: Yeah, man. James oh. said, facts, Mike.
1: There you go.
0: Buddy said, support uh-huh. your people. Put, Put it, on it on a T-shirt. t-shirt. Yep. I love it, man. Um, Joel know, say, that one there especially. Man. There it is. <laughs> and Berto said, facts, Mike. Talk about up, it. And um, I, wanna,
1: I always have to say this, too. Uh, that is, to me, he's a, a great person for that is the one that just spoke man Birdo because the man got his own podcast the the love the love he show us is like that's my brother he's he's actually uh texting me during this shit, that's why I keep laughing. Like that's my real brother. That's my brother. So he gets support, and we support him. We love Birdo. That's Absolutely. Right. Walking in the yeah. walk, talk in the talk. That's we yeah. love to see. We don't just Jordan, talk. Thank shit. you. He really, he live that oh, shit yeah. out loud. I, I, that's why that's my brother. I love him. Hundred percent, man. Jordan, good. good. have to clock in for thank work, you, fellas. Thanks for the great show tonight, everyone. Stay. Hey, thank you for coming. Hey, you stay man. safe too, man. man. Yeah.
0: All right, man. And uh, of course, uh, Alberto said the power of positivity is awesome. That's yes, it. It's it. a great hey, thing. Man. Just, Hey, yep. and that goes, that goes perfectly to our very last and my last underrated is the out of your Falcon mind supporters and what listeners, all you guys are underrated, man. Cause without you guys, I said, this to Savion earlier. We were texting back and forth. I said, dude, without friends like you, brother, we don't grow, man. We yeah. don't grow. Yep. Um, like it's like Mike and I can't sit here and we could sit and do this with ourselves, but it doesn't do any good without people that are joining the chat, mm-hmm. watching live, watching the replay whenever you can support whether it's listening watching man we appreciate the hell out of every single one of you guys because we didn't know what we were doing when we started we thought it was going to work out we had no idea uh we thought we'd be somewhat entertaining and somewhat informative we didn't really know Mm -hmm. um but you know it's worked out man we've met some we've met steve we've met some amazing folks along the way man and and we just i mean like alberto like smitty i don't even want to start naming them because i'll I'll mess people all the all the guys i mean y'all know man anybody that's retweeted us anybody that's liked us on on twitter anybody's followed us anybody that shared the um our uh, any anybody any support whatsoever bought our merchandise man just y'all have no idea how much it means to mike and i man like we like truly like appreciate the hell out of it and that's all we want to keep doing man we just want to keep growing so we will Keep us, keep doing this, bringing the content to you guys, having fun, having different guests on, and uh, just make it entertaining, man. That's it. So, you guys are underrated. Thank you all very much. How about that?
1: It's truly emotional. I have to throw this in there. I always have to say this. Um, me and John, when we saw our Twitter and like our YouTube and everything, damn near still today, all the people that retweet us and all the people who support us have double, triple, quadruple, whatever the followers we have. So, at times I'm in awe because I'm like, you have no reason to want to come on our show. You have no reason to want to retweet us. Like, that's we're not, we can't really get you any followers. You might get, do something for us. We really can't. Right. There's no reason for you to want to come on our show. There's no reason for you to support us like you do. But the fact that they do, that's always mean something to me. And um, the small things that I know when y'all look at the numbers sometimes, it may not. nothing to the average YouTuber or Instagram, but uh, for me and John, that shit kind of means something. Every shirt that gets up, like, damn, they wanted to rock our shirt, that's uh, weird to me, but that makes me feel really good, and uh, every it could be something that you might see that you might think is low, but it really means a lot to us, because every one of y'all means something to us, so thank you.
2: I wanted to uh, just shout out both of you, John, Mike, because I will say, (laughs) you know, I've been on the whole kind of Falcons Twitter sphere since, you know, 14 15 something like that uh y'all since y'all kind of got on got online and, and started interacting with everybody this is the most i've seen kind of intermingled interaction between all the people i like to follow and talk football with mm-hmm. so i think y'all do a great job getting people engaged getting people on here to talk i certainly never thought i'd be getting up here but you know what i had a damn good time and i thank y'all for getting me up here because i love talking football so and y'all done that with other people, too, and that's awesome thing. So, y'all, just keep doing what you're doing, man. I think the growth you're seeing is natural, and I think it's going to keep going, and I, I'm along for the ride to keep watching y'all, supporting y'all, and I'll just do awesome work. So, you,
0: man. That's great, brother. And, you know, I mean, you're definitely coming back at this point. Hell
2: uh When we get into free agency, I'll be doing Twitter threads on everybody. Hey, that would be the best time to hop on right before the draft, something like that. Yeah, true, I mean,
0: when, when we got started, man, that's what we want to do. We want to reach out because, you know, we mm-hmm. weren't see who out there was cool and who wanted to come on with us. Like Mike said, I mean, we reached out to the Falcoholic. Dave had zero, less than zero reason to come on with us. None. Dave is the coolest cool. dude in the world for coming on with us. Right? I, mean, like, I mean, he's, you know, he's just fantastic, man. So, I mean. T- tangent,
2: because I always like to shout out Dave. The Falcoholic is where I pretty much really started getting into, like, hardcore football discussion back when I was a teenager and all that. So, just shout out the Falcoholic. And, again, Dave's an awesome dude. I interact with him on Twitter some. Just funny, man. Again, like you mentioned, he had – he took time out to help somebody else out and i think that speaks to his character and, and you know he's just awesome dude 100 man and even joe
1: joe was one of the first people rocking with us joe was one of the first people on tiktok when i said we got a tiktok joe was over there there you and go and that's my mom my mom was the first <laughs> hey, there we go my mom was the first person that saw me naked i love <laughs> that me. is a fact that is a fact uh,
0: appreciate uh, you fan thank appreciate you buddy. Buddy. Welcome, um fan. all right man so y'all got any parting shots before we close this thing down tonight
2: uh,
1: I'm gonna let Steve go
0: first.
2: I was gonna say, man, I think this was a pretty good debut for my first kind of popping on a pod, and I, I think that was a lot of fun. I uh, appreciate y'all offering me up here, and uh, again, encourage everybody. Uh, keep supporting John and Mike. I don't really have any super big plans at the moment, but if anything comes up, I'll be sure to mention. Them. <laughs> That's
1: yeah, awesome. right. Make sure you do that. Yeah, because like uh, I said, man, my we'll last definitely look. Pardon, shot is, I just um, I want to say thank you again. Uh, we keep hitting milestones. Uh Thank you again. Uh We got to start somewhere and it starts with you guys. So every retweet, every like, every person that bought our merchandise, every person that tuned in live to the show, even if you retweet, when you say Savion, man, we can count on Savion to retweet anything. Him and Steve, that's those two. Uh, those two dudes mean the world to me. Like those are my other brothers. So I, uh we love everybody. We love Steve. We love my uncle Steve. I, again, I don't want to, you yeah the people because right. somebody don't get mad <laughs> my memory is shit so uh i just want to say thank you for all the support you guys and uh for having fun with us man because that's the main thing i told john i just want to fuck around with people and fucking you know stir some shit up and you guys are always willing to do that so thank you yeah absolutely good night big john appreciate you buddy Big john um, with the 4x john got a 4x out of your falcon mind shirt now how about that there you go. So, all
0: right. all right, guys. So, we appreciate you all for tuning in tonight. I know we kept y'all like two hours. So, man, thank y'all so much. For staying we with Steve us. on
2: the show. We so had- yeah. we, I, have- on. I appreciate everybody staying around. I like it.
0: I told y'all earlier on Twitter, man. We had a lot to talk about, and you guys were awesome in the chat. We appreciate that. Um, so, as always, make sure you subscribe, like the video or the live stream, whatever. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> um, Mike's been fighting allergies all week. I've been busy as hell a week. We'll have the draft videos coming back probably tomorrow oh, really? or. Yeah. uh yeah. Okay. So we'll have that back soon. Um, I've got some guys to do, uh, Mike, had, John had to correct mm-hmm. you there, buddy. Uh, he had, he said, uh, 5X, but he got 5X. that. So it's all good. Yeah. But,
1: um, We need him on the line.
0: So there you go. Um, you go. but yeah, man, but, uh, so we appreciate you guys. Like I said, if you're an iTunes, Spotify, drop us a five-star review. We very much appreciate that. It helps us grow on those platforms. Uh, you can, uh, you can uh, send us an email like Javon did atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. <laughs> feel free to send us anything you want and we will read it out as long as it makes uh, somewhat sense and you're not trash. Um, Thank
1: you, Javon. That meant the world, buddy.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, anyway, guys, we will catch... Oh, hang on. So Tyler said I'm bottom of... That's what I
2: like. <laughs> that's I love it. That's, right it. right that's
0: right what it's going to look so
1: like. There. Look right it there. It's buddy. great.
0: <laughs> Let's get it, buddy. I love it. Um, so yeah, guys, we will see you guys again. We'll be back next Wednesday. I'm going to tell you, we got Kenny G back on the show. Kenny, Kenny G, G, G- yeah, we got Man, he was he was on last time, man. We were doing Zoom still, so he's he's gonna be blown away by how much we yeah yeah. So anyway, guys, we appreciate you all. Again, we'll see you next Wednesday. Tune in for the draft videos. We'll have it out if anything drops. It's crazy. We'll put out a short. Who knows what? Mm -hmm. Uh, again, thank you guys so much, Steve. Man, thank you so much for spending two hours of your time. Loved it. (laughs) Loved every second. Thank you, Steve. Awesome, man. We will catch you guys later. Much love, guys. Adios, Falcon mind, Peace. Later.